Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Oh, good morning, everybody. Happy, happy sports Saturday. That's right. It's a game day Saturday, a conference championship Saturday with the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And there he was last night in the middle of watching his Huskies. Even did a little pregame uh, great uh, feature on the uh, on his Huskies as they are Rose Bowl bound. The great Hall of Famer Lincoln Kennedy. <laughs> hey, what's happening, Captain? 
What's up, brother? Man. How you feel, night. man? Feeling good or what? what dude, I, well, I mean, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. You can imagine. Other than that. I, <laughs> we didn't shut it down for a few hours, just a few hours ago. So. I'm sure, man. I think you to come right to the, right from the pate to the studio. Oh, well, that's exactly what I did. So that's, yeah. that's why I feel, I feel sure. the way I do right now. <laughs> but, man, it, it was crazy. What what a crazy game. You know, I, I had said all along that going into this weekend, uh, especially this football game, that it was going to be a lot different than it was for these two teams in Week 3. Mainly because Utah, who impressed me thoroughly, especially after losing their starting quarterback and starting running back, found a way to win their remaining three games and put themselves in a position to play for them, you know, won the South and put themselves in a a position to play this game. And then Washington, for what it's worth, the, the defense has been bailing this team out all year. The offense sort of looked a little like it was it, it slowed down a lot. Um, without Miles My, Gaskin, who, who wasn't present in a few of those games, one of those losses at Lisa Cow, uh, and and uh, just not being able to you know, seem to find themselves in there. They took care of business obviously last week in Pullman against Wazoo, but uh, but coming out and after the Apple Cup, I was worried about this game. I said this is going to be a low scoring game. Take the under. I had no idea it was going to be this low scoring, but you know it's good. It's good that these guys get a chance to experience the granddaddy mall. I'm happy for them. Yeah, take us me take me through your day because you did a pregame thing, yeah, uh, which is really cool and. Uh, yeah, I, I was curious uh, about the Husky offense and what happened to Browning. I, I, I he's regressed. He's regressed with his arm strength. He, he might just be fatigued. Look, the, the, the man goes down as, as the Pac-12 is winning his quarterback for what it's worth. Um, but he's thrown a lot of passes in his four years, and now there are some throws where he doesn't feel confident that he can make and he doesn't look like he can make. So, you know, for what it's worth, there are some throws that he struggles with, some simple throws that he has struggled with. But, um, you know, when you ask the first question, you know, take me through my day. My day actually started, you know, Thursday. Um, I came, I I got a a call to come up and do some work with one of the title sponsors, 76, for the Pac-12 championship. So that's what brought me into town. When I got here, Fox had contacted me and said, hey, hey, we want you to do the intro. Uh, for your dogs, I'm like, bet, let's do it. And, and so I knocked that out. And then all day yesterday, I was, uh, yeah, you know, was rubbing cool, elbows and schmoozing and stuff like that. So I, I saw it from the, the, the video screen. I'm glad it turned out well. Um, but yeah, just uh, rubbing elbows and then got, got ourselves in the game and sit on the sideline, uh, you know, watching the entire game. And it was, it was a great night. Yeah. T- tell me, uh, when you looked at Washington and you sized up Utah, because Utah too has had an offensive, like, kind of, our adage. Yes. But they've had their own outage. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, they they lost their starting running back and starting quarterback. Yeah. 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 I mean, more more due to the quarterback, even more than yeah. running back. Right. But uh, the, it was – it was I enjoyed it. And maybe it was because I'd seen so many 59, 56 games that Finally I enjoyed last defense, time. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the greatest concern now is that moving forward, they've got a month, you know, basically to fix it, to get things right. Um, but the offense struggled once again in the red zone, much like it did against Auburn in the beginning of the season. And now the, the you quantify the problem for Washington is that they have no belief in the kicking game. I mean, the, the, the kicker is like a walk-on redshirt freshman or something like that. Um, he, he was just there to be initially to be kicking off and giving the scout team a look. And now he's been anointed their kicker, and they have no confidence in the kicking game. Rightfully yeah. so. So you're seeing that last field goal that he missed to, to try to close out the game. So 
Washington is built on defense. It's secondary. There's going to be a few guys in that secondary that are going to be on next level playing on Sunday. Um, but the offense without Miles Gaskin, and he took a beating last night. He, you know, I didn't know what the final stats were, but he carried the ball, you know, somewhere upwards around 30 times. Um, he he's not a big guy, so that, that he took a beating. I'm glad they have this month to heal up and get everything right. Yeah, well, they're going to have to do a lot because it, probably you get Michigan. So yeah, you know. well, Michigan's defense is no joke. So yeah, it, it's it's uh, how about this? How about uh, twenty three times for seventy one yards? Twenty three times. I thought it was more than that. Yeah, yeah. twenty three times for seventy uh, seventy one yards, and uh, he caught three passes too. So. You know, it's twenty six touches. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. To your point, it's a, lot. it's a lot of touches. And he's not a big guy. He's not a big no. guy. So the fact that he did do all of that, um, you know, put himself in a position to where you know he he was he chipped in, but they're going to rely heavily on him because they have to have balance in order to be. And and of course, you know what they showed last night, what they put on film last night was a lot really tight end heavy. It allowed Utah to, to, to really blast the box. And what I mean by that is bring like seven, eight men in the box, make it difficult to find holes. Uh, Utah is notoriously known for defense. Uh, Washington, you know, is, is going to have to, they're going to have to play a lot better if they're going to beat anybody from the Big Ten. Yeah, man, I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, you just, I don't know if they have the offense, but it was a great night last night. And it was great to see you introduce the dogs and it sets up. Uh, along with Northern Illinois, which beat Buffalo, it sets up uh, conference championship Saturday. That's right. Were you and up there is a lot of talk about <laughs> Georgia against Alabama. How do you mean? And I don't buy it. Again, they're trying to sell the dog wow. against Alabama. And, oh, Jake Fromm. And I don't see it. Do you? No, I mean, but... You know, this is why this is why conference championships to me are important as far as in the bigger scheme of things. Because if Georgia were to win that game, there's no way that they keep the SEC champ out. No circumstance, right? Right. So if Georgia does win that game and they win the SEC, there's no way they keep Alabama out either. So well, now you got Alabama would deserve it. Well, and I get it. I mean, I agree with you. I'm not denying that. But again, because of the scenario that you have, you've got uh, you've got Power Five conferences that have two excluded, two champions excluded. No, I know. I mean, that's that's why it's probably it's probably best for it to happen again because yeah. you would push them to the to the eight. Sort of like the BCS or before the BCS yeah, when they had like the ties. Like, like, what are you going to do, yeah. man? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I could see them going to six, then eight, but uh, you know, just go right to eight and be done with. Just go right to eight. I agree. You know, I mean, eight's a great number. It's a perfect number, and you know, I don't know why it takes them this long even to figure out December. Because I contract, and they just wanted they wanted to sell, sell, sell. And I agree with you. December is a wasted month in college football, and it's a wasted month in the, in the sense where sometimes the, at the end the product is bad. It's not. It's it's hard to watch. Because you've given a whole month off to these teams, rather than have them play. Right, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. But I know you have contracts that run in the, into the future. But my God, you can make provisions. I mean, you know, it's only going to help the sport. If it helps the sport, it's going to help the sponsors. Well, I would think so. Right, I would I think mean, so. You know, I mean, come on. Anyway, uh, it, it's uh, it's a big day today. Uh, I don't see how. 
Georgia. Honestly, I don't see how Georgia stays with Alabama. <laughs> I heard somebody say yesterday, because it was on ESPN, who uh, said, wow, if Georgia plays them close and loses, they deserve to be in the four. I don't think, are you out of your mind? How can you keep out Oklahoma or Ohio State? Because of the defenses and the losses they had? No, but if but if uh, Georgia loses. Right. No, I agree with you. I mean, I, I do agree with you. I, I, don't, I don't think Georgia deserves to be in there. However, you one could make the argument that they probably, you know, if they play Alabama tough, they're, they're the only team ever to do it. They're the only team to do it this season, right? Yeah. So then you make the argument, well, with the, the drop-off with defenses and Oklahoma and Ohio State, depending on how their games go, then you can make the argument the SEC deserves to be too. And I know I know people who would who would jump on that argument in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Agree with you in a heartbeat. SEC lovers who believe that their their conference is, is like no other. Yeah, I you know. I just don't I don't get it, to be honest with you. I don't well, I'm right there with you. I you know I don't I don't I don't I don't think the game's going to be close. I mean, you know maybe they cover the lines what like thirteen and a half. So yeah, maybe but I mean here's co- the thing. This is but this I don't, is what I, this yeah. is the misnomer that kills me. That absolutely kills me. You have the number one team versus the number four team, and you have a thirteen point spread. I mean, it's. For one, you can't even justify to me that if they're they're the fourth best team in the country, if Alabama is that much clear ahead of anybody, why do you even use rankings? You don't even need rankings. There's just we know Alabama's one. Right. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I, I you know I don't get it. Well, but we'll get to see Oklahoma and Texas yeah. in action and Ohio State Northwestern in action. Which your uh, we'll get deeper into the yeah. games. What's your brief summation of both? I think Ohio State has to really have a just 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 a it's barn whooping, if you will, uh, of Northwestern to impress people. Because I know uh, they impressed with Michigan, but you know it's it's one of those things where people are still in the back of their minds saying, "Well, Maryland pushed you to the brink, and you lost to Purdue, a bad loss to Purdue." I'm not really that high on you. So in order to to be a part of that, in the effect, if something happens out of the ordinary in the top four, to be in, equated to that to that in that equation. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's good. Yeah, and then uh, I think Oklahoma. It's interesting because their defense is so bad. I'm curious to see if Texas moves the ball because I think Texas is live at, at an eight point underdog. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think this could be another one of those high-end shootouts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could, I totally see it. All right. Coming up, uh, it's back. The ugliness is back in the NFL. It's been a, a great season. And Horrific TMZ, week. Uh, puts out a video of Kareem Hunt. And uh, earlier in the week, Ruben Foster is released and picked up by the Redskins. And Doug Williams has some insensitive comments. And then the video drops yesterday. So we need to tackle that next. It's the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. So what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? 
it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas, and we are wishing you and yours a very happy holidays as we get into this holiday season. It's where yeah, you want to figure December out these bowl 1st. games. That's right. There we go. This is the proper time for ladies and gentlemen to be putting up your Christmas tree and your Christmas lights. Not after Halloween. Not on Thanksgiving. You, December 1st. Put them up and go at it. There you go. So, oh, really? Is that so you say? That's, that's, uh, that's my date. That's my date. I, before I left, I had to leave. You guys, I had to leave Thursday to come up here to the Bay Area to get ready for the, the, the weekend work. But I pulled out my Christmas tree and, I, and I'm going to, and the decorations. And when I get back, we'll put them up. Now, do you so, do the fake tree or the real tree? I do a fake tree now because real trees have been become way too expensive. And I want to just, you know, I feel better about the environment. Really? They're expensive? I guess oh, yeah. so. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, the, uh, they're like 75 bucks, actually. No, no, not, not, no, 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 they're not. <laughs> not. Not where I live. <laughs> now, we're not talking about the one that, that, that the cousin two, toe, two Toes has fallen off the truck. No. <laughs> uh, it's now time. You go, hey, listen, I was waiting for this weekend when I got the call that the trees are in. I bet. <laughs> I got no the $50, doubt. The yeah. $50 Douglas fur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not finding, I'm not finding a six foot or seven foot uh, Douglas fir in Phoenix for fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy, and we are the fellas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, to some serious stuff and yeah. uh, that Kareem Hunt. My lord, when these guys gonna realize, man? You, you, you. you you take take a girl to your house. It's not good to to be out. Uh, all this always a mess. They got you. Got to respect women. You got to respect women. I don't no understand doubt. it. I you don't understand what, what, it. You watch the video and you read the accounts. And first of all, my man's twisted. He's mad at, at the woman, right, for not having relations with the friend, right. And it just gets uglier and seedier and. Why? Why do you? You're, you're the NFL's leading rush last last February. Imagine right. the rookie year he had last year. Yeah, and you do that like how stupid. It's it, it really it really is, and more importantly, when you watch the video, the amount of rage that he had or just would not you know would not let it go, kept pursuing it, uh, even when he had people standing between him. It wasn't like he had women standing between him. He had men. And women, everybody was trying to do, you know, they get out of here. Everything else, even his friend that snatched the, uh, the friend of the girl's, you know, camera phone. Like you're not, you're not letting this out. He had all the opportunities to just back up and let it go, just walk away from it, and he chose not to. But I mean, this has been a strange I mean, that's week. Where you have, that's why you have friends. Yeah, right. Exactly like you right. know, like you have a group of guys, and one of your guys makes it, right? Yep. You do whatever you got to do as the friends. To make sure you get the, the 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 guy safe, yeah, right away from all that. Like Absolutely, we'll handle this stuff. Don't worry yeah. about it. Whatever it, it is, you want yeah, you to can't do. get you can't afford to get in trouble. We got this, right? You know, just all just right. just back down. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's been one of those really really strange weeks because I remember a week ago Saturday when I heard that the 49ers released Reuben Foster, and I was working and and I was like, what? 
40, they're, right, they're in Tampa. They're about to play a game and all this stuff. And then you saw how that went down. And then, of course, the, the feelings behind the Redskins, which I thought was a big mistake, to jump so fast and signing him when everything's still so hot. It leaves such a such a bad taste in everyone's mouth until you find, I mean, regardless of how everything panned out, you just let things settle and let the truth be exposed because you would hate to have something like this. I mean, I don't think this Kareem Hunt story, unless I'm, I'm uh, you know, I missed something, ever got out in the offseason. I don't think it ever came out until now. Well, it's the been Chiefs exposed. knew about it. The Chiefs knew about the it, but I mean, it never was, was in the media. The video. Yeah, it was never. Oh. It was never in the, in the media or something like that. As you know, as as it was yesterday. But I mean, yesterday when I'm I'm working at the Pac-12, and you know, someone said, "Dude, did you hear they just the Chiefs just released Cream Hunt?" I was like, "Man, get out of here. Whatever. Shut up." And they're like, "No, seriously, he he hit a woman." I'm like, "What?" And so you saw the video, and I'm just like, "What do you?" thinking and then you saw the story it's just it's really unfortunate yeah i you know i don't understand like you you, you just you, you got to respect women and i know Certainly. like i know that there are certain women that can push your buttons like in that situation i don't know you know like you don't you don't know what happened and then you know she gets physical and she's in she's you got to walk away well, yeah, and here's but the thing: you got to walk in, away. You're not going to put hands on her. You got to walk that's, away. That's you're, the thing. That's you're the thing a that's man. Catching. You're too strong. Yeah. You don't do that. I mean, you know. But I mean, and, and yesterday when we had the conversation and sort of the group that I was in, you know, there were a couple guys who were like, "Well, man, you know, I heard she, you know, she put his hand, her hands on him, and she called him in." I said, "There's no excuse, man." I mean, if you really, truly value where you are in life and what you're doing with your life, you have to walk away. It's not about being a punk. It's not about, you know, you know, uh, being soft or anything. You've got a whole lot more to lose than she obviously does. And, and it, it doesn't make sense for you to put your hands on a woman because you know it's going to come back to haunt you. And for you not to let things go. Well, even when you pushed her down, you should. You, you, it's no excuse. But stop right there. You had insult to injury because you kept going and then you eventually kick her. No, nah, it's terrible. It's terrible. And you know why? No she, you you got to walk away. Like you have that, to walk and away. That goes back to the friends. Yeah. You don't let it escalate to where he's involved. But his friends were trying to keep him on. He was, I mean, he's obviously stronger than a lot of the people I saw in the circle, but his friends were trying to keep him down. And that's where you say that you, you, you have to, you have to cut ties because you cannot control your anger. I agree. The friends were getting him in between. You know what I'm saying? You saw the video. Yeah. The friends were trying yeah. to hold him back and restrain him. Yeah, but but y- yes, except like I don't know what happened beforehand that created the situation. No, I get that too. But I'm talking about once we get to this point, once we get to that where you see like where I saw the video start up when he came out the hotel room and he was talking to her. Once you get to that point and your friends are trying to get in between you and her and they're doing everything they can to take you back in the room. That's when you got to squash it. That's when you got to be done with it. And you're, to me, your friends just did what they're supposed yeah. to do. They yeah, kept no, coming I... back out. They kept getting between him and her. They kept trying to de-escalate the situation as best as possible. But because he was stronger and he's pushing every, all his friends out of the way to get to her, show that he had no restraint. Show that he had no I'm, control. I'm, 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 no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. And Andy Reid, and the other problem is, is that you know they asked what the deal was, right? Right. You know, hey, what's going on, man? Like, you know, and... He told them a story, and that story did not jive. 
you know, with the video. How I, I got one question. How does TMZ get the video and not at the NFL? Well, you're you know, in the NFL. You know, Pay for the video. Well, that's, I mean, here's the that, thing. Same thing happened that... with Ray Rice, right? Yes. The same thing happened with Ray Rice. I mean, here, and you're right. You you should pay for the video or whatever. We, you know, we had all these. I remember being young, and we used to see the magazines on the stand, like the National Enquirer, how right. they would get all these videos, or all these these pictures of pictures, people that yeah. no one else could get, and, or you've never seen before. Yeah, exactly, the paparazzi. And now you have these things that are happening. Now you know, in this world, everything there's a camera everywhere. There's nothing really that you're going to be able to get away with because there's a camera everywhere. Yeah, it's not as bad as England and Europe, but you know what I'm saying. So the there's nothing that you're going to be able to be done in the dark. So if someone confronts you with something, yeah, man, we heard about this situation. You want to tell us what happened? Your best bet is to tell the truth right then and there because one way or not, they're going to see it and they're going to be able to make the assessment and judgment from that accordingly. Yeah, yeah. You you know what's you you know what's though the NFL you you got to get. I, I'm surprised because the hotel gives the video to the police, right? Right. And the police doesn't share it with the league, which is which is something thought, all on its own. Because when yeah, the, like if, I thought the, the security ahead. guys would have enough relationships with the police that they would be able to get the video. Let me share with the the, the 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 security that runs. I mean, the people that run security for NFL teams are private or former FBI. Yeah. Police officers and everything else. So yeah, if they wanted to, they could get it. And this is where I think the NFL has it has to really st- look at itself because if you really want to protect your image and your players, you need to get in front of this before it happens. Something comes out about somebody. Anthony Gargano was involved in a fight at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Philadelphia on the night of you know uh, 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 November 29th, twenty eighteen. I'm just I'm just I'm throwing it out there as an example. <laughs> but I mean the, the fact is that when you hear about it and Anthony Gargano is your star defensive back for the Philadelphia Eagles, you, what you do is you make all kind of phone calls. Let me go right to the Hyatt Regency. Have your people. What happened? Do you have it on tape? Can we get a copy of the tape to get in front of it? But because you're so arrogant and naive, you choose to think that things are just going to go away. I don't know what I don't know how naive that you can truly be because nothing ever goes away. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. And here's the thing: you get the video now. The Chiefs know, right? Instead of taking his word for it, and that's what happened. Kid right. lied. Kid was like, "Nah, it's all right, no big deal." And then Andy Reid sees it and says, "What? Get out!" You know. That's a big deal, man. It's a huge deal. Look at this time, the timing deal. in the year. I mean, I'm, I know, wow. and I'm not making light of the situation at all. The, the put your hands on a woman is absolutely deplorable, and and I have problems with anyone who does it. Uh, you know, I'd like them to try to put their hands same those same hands on me um, if if you're that big and bad. But my thing is this: you talk about the timing of this as you're making a playoff run and a championship run, and he's one of the valuable weapons of that offense. Yeah, I kind of I kind of feel for Andy. Now you guys are playing him. Yeah, we play him tomorrow. You, you guys are playing him. That's why uh, when I heard this story, I was like, Man, "Get out of here, whatever." We're playing him tomorrow. I, I, they got into town last night. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, sit tight for a second. I, I got to get Figgy up here. Figgy, Anthony, what's going on? We say Fig. Oh, give me look. your uh, 
Give me some trending, and I want to talk to you a little bit. Of course, of course. I'll give you some trending right now. We'll start with the big story you guys were just discussing in Kansas City. One of the top trending sports stories in the world still. The Chiefs releasing Kareem Hunt, currently fifth in the NFL in rushing, led the league in rushing last season as a rookie. But after that video surfaced of him shoving and kicking the woman in the offseason, after that surfaced, the Chiefs organization releasing a statement saying Hunt was let go because he was not truthful when he gave his account of what happened when he met with team officials uh, in the NBA on Friday night. The Lakers improved to 13-9. and They came back and beat Dallas. Denver got 22 points and 10 boards from Paul Millsap in a 113-112 victory over the Blazers in Portland. Celtics with a win over the Cavs. Jazz Pistons and 76ers with victories as well. We're brought to you by True Car. You need to make good choices and with True Car you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True cash offer not available in all areas. And in college football Friday night, Big Lynx Huskies win the Pac-12 championship. They beat Utah 10-3 Friday night. UW going to the Rose Bowl for the first time since 2000. Link, your former Raider teammate Marcus Tuyasasopo, the MVP of that Rose Bowl back in 2000 in a victory over Purdue. And some trivia for you fellas. Who was the opposing quarterback against Washington for Purdue that day? So this is the Drew Brees. Yes, yeah. Drew Brees. Fresh-faced, 21-year-old Drew Brees, who is still going strong 18 years later at the ripe age of 39, taking the league uh, by storm, completing 75% That's of his awesome. passes, likely on his way, well, maybe on his way to an MVP before, well, a little dud happened on Thursday night. Yeah, that was pretty wild, wasn't it? Who no, saw that was crazy, Who would have saw that coming? No. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look. They're good. That's good defense. That Dallas defense. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good defense. Even with Gregory committing two egregious errors in the game. <laughs> I got news for you. That game should have been even more out of hand. If, oh if yeah. Dak, yeah. If Dak, if Dak gets out, and get rid of the ball. He holds on to the ball. My God. That he does. Now I know he was on the pressure, but still, if he's not holding on to the ball, he's fumbling it. Under pressure. Yeah, yeah. All right, there it is. Uh, trending. Uh, we are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming alive from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, you saw the video. When did you see it, uh, Fig? And what was your thought? Your thoughts? Saw it uh, Friday afternoon, probably about noon local time uh, in Los Angeles. I just said, "Whoa!" was my first, my initial yeah. reaction. Uh, I was a little stunned from the from the very beginning when we heard about this in the offseason when it happened, uh, just assuming there had to be some sort of video considering uh, the reports of where this happened and knowing in situations and hotels there's going to be cameras left and right. So I was a little surprised there wasn't something that surfaced a little bit earlier. Um, but I, I said my, my initial reaction was this guy's done. At the very least, I thought he was going to be suspended for the remainder of the season. Um, I was slightly surprised to find out that the Chiefs uh, released them outright, but then as I thought about it longer, I, I kind of felt like it was the only thing they could have done. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I if the idea is he doesn't tell them the truth, what's going on, they're preparing for something else, and then that video comes out, and the video is always, it's like the Ray Rice thing. No doubt. I mean, that was even more chilling because he just you know, put her to sleep. Right. I, the, I guess the protection for Kansas City in this and the difference between the Ray Rice situation is, according to the reports, Rice was contrite with Commissioner Goodell and told him exactly what he did. 
and he still only got the two-game suspension. It right. hit home a little bit more because we saw the video. What makes it different here with the Chiefs is he apparently told them something, com- gave them a completely right. different accounting of what actually happened on the video. So they can say, look, it was a he said, she said. She didn't want to cooperate with investigators when it came to the cops or the NFL. All we had to go off of was what Kareem told us, and what he told us ended up being factually incorrect. So it gave us the right to be able to release him and have a good conscience about doing it. Yeah, man, I, I think you're right Crazy. on. I Crazy. think I, th- I think you're uh, you're right on with it. I, you know, it's it's a shame because you look at such a talented player, and you know, by all I I, I didn't know anything about Kareem Hunt like as being a no. a prop a problem, and then you know that hits. It's a shame. It it, it just is. You know. He goes. Sorry to cut you, Link. You mentioned something about you know the fact that you know maybe he has temper or anger issues. There's something else that goes a little underreported that there was a report that he punched another guy in Ohio later in the off season. And that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot. Yes, he had another situation where he got got into an argument. Exactly. It was was a gentleman. Got into an argument. I don't remember exactly what it was for, but the report was that he punched the guy in the face. So it could Look, be an man, underlying. I, I know for you, sure you know, through experience. Here's the thing: when I was when I was, what was my second year? It was might have been my first year. I got in a fight with a bar in a bar um, with a bar. <laughs> I got in a fight in a, in a bar. The whole entire and, bar, <laughs> exactly an entire bar. And and I know from experience. Who's stupid enough to fu- to pick? Damn, up that's, that's the first thing that, I thought. It's the thing, and, and this is what happened. I did not think about it at the time, and I'm still kicking myself. Long story short, I get in a fight at a bar. I beat the snot out of a guy, and he sues me for twenty five thousand dollars. So it, it's like, and I thought I had everything covered with an umbrella policy, or whatever. All the you know, trying to, to protect yourself didn't. I lost twenty five grand to a numb school. I, I had no business you know beating up. Then I heard about all those stories. What happened even before then with Barkley and everything else i know there's a level you feeling of invincibility you feel that i'm this big bad gladiator nobody i'm not gonna take any crap from anybody but the things that happen and when you allow yourself to lose your temper or lose yourself then you lose focus on what's what, what's possible for your future and then it's also a different time in all fairness it was a different time back then well that was that's why i'm getting but, to my point now because now you know there's a blatant disrespect for life in my opinion so, you know, people aren't even trying to fight anymore. They're just pulling out guns and blindly shooting. And, and, and so you see this time and time again that where you have to be, you have to be smart. You have to be cognizant of where you are. And I've told many young men, if you're the man, if you're the one who's in the National Football League and you're traveling in your car, three other people that aren't aren't just regular citizens, cop pulls you over because he smells marijuana or sees drugs or something like that. Who you think is going to have the picture in the paper? You are. Whether you had the drugs on you or not, you have to be smarter than these things. Don't put yourself in that position where you compromise yeah. the future of your yeah. career. You, you More importantly, drive, if you have you anger issues, you need to figure it out. Yeah. No, I know. And and look, it's a when I say di- I think it's a different time for a different reason. When if you go back then to when you hit the guy, what's it, two, yeah. 90, 98, 93. Nine, well, 93, even more. You know, because I remember in 1993 getting in fist fights at a bar. M- many of them, you know, because that's kind of what went on. Like, I, I, how many fist fights? Now, you were different because you have to be an idiot to pick a fight with you. I've, I've had I'll my tell you that, fights. I'm sure you did. Yeah. But because there's a lot of idiots out there. Right. But, like, I'll tell you, in full disclosure, 
growing up, I mean, I was in a million fights. Like, I, I, I can't even, I can't even count them. Like, I couldn't. Like, I don't know. It's a blur. Right. How many fights that we were in as we go out every weekend and somehow something would happen. You're a kid. I mean, I can't tell you how many sports fights we got into. Agree. You know, playing sports, and the next thing you know, you know, after games and weight, you know, it was just that's, but that's the way society was, and it's not like that now in a, in a better way. Don't you agree? I do. I mean, it's no, it's not better. It, it's the fact is, is that it, there's even more scrutiny and even being more exposed. That's why people who are in prominent positions need to be aware. I'm, I'm yeah. talking just society general. It's still our society is way more violent than it was when we were kids. By uh, different circumstances, I don't know, man. Dude, I mean, people dying is different than getting in a fight. People aren't. I mean, people don't fight any. I don't see people getting fist fights. I see people pull out guns and shoot one another. Yeah, That's but, what I there see. Were, but I threw a lot of shootings. I'm there not a lot of shootings growing up in Philadelphia. I, I, I can. I'm. I'm it's funny. I, I, I'm doing this right now. I'm doing this project, and it has to do with. It's like a gangster movie. It takes place right. in 1985, and I'm going back. I'm doing all this research and looking at everything because. I remember talk I, like I remember these guys, and I remember, and I was talking to a couple of guys that got out of prison for a long, long time, and I went back and I was looking at all the newspaper accounts. Like there was a ton of murders. Like they were stacking. They were, I mean, it was bad. You had that a lot in big cities. I don't doubt that for a second. But I, I just recently in Arizona, uh, in a small town uh, outside of Phoenix called Globe, there was a fight over a pool game, where the man pulled out a gun and shot five people in the bar. Wow. I mean, it's well. I mean, that's is, that's just crazy. I mean, that's just crazy. I don't yeah, know. And I agree, that, but it's just, I mean, look, it's just I, like look, that. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because I right. used to look at Chicago and oh, of course, Chicago is 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 a mess. But I, you know, I don't know. I I, I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll dive into it. It's, a, right. it's an interesting subject. Where the fell is Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on a Fox Sports Saturday. All right, welcome back, fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Uh, let's let's uh, introduce the rest of the crew. You heard from our man Figgy, who we love, who's on trending, and uh, our producer is uh, Vincent. He's just known as Vincent. Gentlemen, Good morning, Vincent. How are you? Good morning to you, Vincent Dechazo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, my man Vinny. And uh, I, I can't call him Vinny. I have, a, I have a dear friend of mine who's Vinny. No, you can call me, you can call me Vinny. I told you it doesn't bother me. It's not a big deal. I'm just not. I don't want to, but I don't want to call you the wrong name. Nah, it's it's it, honestly, it's not a big deal. It it doesn't. It, it has no effect. It's just when you did it that okay, first you, time. You, I'm just you not don't used like, to it. No, no, right, it's so you, not that I don't like it. It's just I just nobody really calls me, so I'm not used to it. But like, right. like I told you, when I lived in Philadelphia, that's what everybody called me. Yeah, they, yeah, that's it's it's a Philadelphia, New there's York, New Vinnies. Jersey thing. Yes, you know, yes. there's a there's a you can't walk a block without hitting a Vinny in Correct. those three places. There's yeah, Vinny's my, my, all over one of my best friends is Vinny. Like, like the circle of my friends, there's not exactly uniqueness in the names: Anthony, Vinny, Joey, Bobby, uh, Boo. <laughs> yeah, so it's I feel you, brother. But of course, then I, I I just didn't want to be in that spot. Now I figured, well, the hell, the hell with it because it rolls. 
And I gave Figgy. Figgy, right? Fig? Yeah, Ant? I called you Figgy. I was the first one to call you Figgy. Yes, yes, you are. And it stuck. It's great. Figgy's great. I I grew up with a Figgy. Oh, did you really? I swear to God. His name was, uh, that was the last name. Was the last name Figueroa, maybe? Figueroa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Figueroa. Figueroa. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And we, we called him Figgy. It's great. It's a cool name, Figgy. Yeah, Figgy works. I've gotten Figgy. I've I gotten Fig. It all works for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I created a character, Figgy. <laughs> I love it. I did in my in my movie. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. I got a Figgy character in there. It's a cool. It's a, like he's a cool dude. Oh, he so gets, he's a tough he, guy, right? Yeah. He gets killed, but he's cool. All right. Hey, go down fighting. You die. It's all right. <laughs> you don't go out like a punk. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> never. All right. Never. Cool. Never. I like it. All right. Sammy is I yeah. with Sam. I go What's by up, Sammy sometimes. I know uh, you do. Yeah. I, I got an uncle who calls me Sammy and actually host a uh, a segment on Sunday mornings with uh, Andy Furman and Brian No. And I go by Sammy K. So there you go. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, Kevin, there is a Figgy Art Museum in Davenport, Iowa, which is, is close there to really? my farm. Yeah. Figgy Art Museum, so I thought I'd bring that up because it's funny. Oh, that's funny. cool. But, uh, I have to put that on the bucket list then. It's good. <laughs> yeah. If you have that's any false. reason to come to Davenport, you can go to the Figgy Art Museum. I think I just found one, Sam. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And come see my farm. Yeah. Um, Link, though, I uh, last segment you were talking about just this senseless violence that we've been seeing, and I couldn't agree more with you. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm see- we're seeing these, these, these shootings over what? Disputes over who uses the gas pump and... You know, just between strangers, and I, I do find it alarming, and I feel like it's kind of a new thing. Like, people get their ego bruised, and they just they have no other option to have, like, a rage stroke and, like, take it out, take out their gun and blow someone away. Yeah. I think I think this is a new phenomenon. I really do. I know people used to fight more back in the day, and I still think they fight, but it's like it's come to deadly terms now really fast. So that's, I did want to well, bring on that. Well, you know what's weird is that, I mean, it was like that growing up. It seemed more violent, but maybe it's because they that there were, people would fist fight. That there were less shootings. I don't know. Less well, I'm, I'm often reminded about the 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 Ice Cube movie, movie Friday, where he was having a discussion with his, with his dad, and in, in the inner city, uh, you know, he went to his room to pull out a gun, and he's like, you know, I'm going to handle my business. I'm a man, yeah. and his dad was like, put up his dues. Like, this is what we used to use to prove yeah. you're a man. You fought, and you lived afterward. You know, there's going to be disagreements. I'm, I'm not saying that the world is not devoid of disagreements, but it's it's to have that access to take someone's life. It seems really readily available and very unfortunate because there are no way to end the dispute other than, you know, I ain't no punk about mine pulling out shooting. And more times than not, the people who shoot aren't necessarily they marksmen or well, well aimed. They shoot innocent bystanders. Yeah, no, you're, you're right about that. That wasn't Friday, though, Bob. Was it? No, it was Friday. John Witherspoon talking to yeah, you. That's what I thought. Yeah, it was. I, I think I'm thinking. I'm like, God, well, I'm thinking boys in the hood. I was thinking. No. I was thinking. No, boys in the hood, they did shoot. They did shoot. No, they got Ricky. Unfortunately, yeah. they got Ricky. No, I know. But you remember Lawrence Fishburne having a talk like that? Oh, yeah, it was a similar talk. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's very, very similar. Yeah, sure. the one with yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, he was pointing to the uh, to the billboard saying you you don't want to be bought out. Right. Right. No, I remember right. that. And then yeah. Friday, Friday, it's definitely uh, he was pulling out the gun. He was like, "You use these." Yeah. He pulls up his fist. You live. Yeah. yeah. You live to fight yeah. another day. Yeah. Come on, Craig. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that movie like a trillion times. I'm, yeah. probably, I'm pretty sure I can cite it uh, start to finish. It, it, it's on Netflix soon. Oh, I'll, is I'll, it really? I'll, I'll, I'll be watching it once it hits on Netflix. I love that movie. You can borrow it. I have it on VHS. <laughs> it's a great movie. If I got a VCR. Yeah, if <laughs> listeners even know what that is. VHS, that's amazing. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 7 a.m. in the East, 4 a.m. in the West. The fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio coming live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's a big day today. Conference Championship Saturday. So we get it all begins in five hours when Oklahoma and Texas go at it in the Big 12 championship. Link, uh, it, again, should be a lot of points. Texas yep. should be able to move the ball. I do think Oklahoma wins kind of scared free. Uh, I would worry about the eight points. I think it could be a Texas backdoor cover, but it's uh, just because of the Oklahoma defense. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think this is both teams have the ability to score, um, and and it could very well get into one of those classic Big Twelve shootouts, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, no, we've seen we've seen our share. I, if I did uh, ask it now, you know it's Clemson, you know it's Alabama. I don't think Georgia's wins. I don't think it's close, and uh, I'm curious to see who you like: Ohio State, Oklahoma. Out of the two, I like Oklahoma mainly because I mean it's really it's really hard it's really hard to just decide because both offenses can be dynamic and and the ability to move the ball both have you know starters and and the defense both struggles it's really kind of a coin flip it just depends on who you want to see more of you know yeah. Yeah, I, I, but, I, but I'm, I, it's funny. Who just, in your eyes, who deserves it more? Neither of them, in my eyes. Who would your four be? Are we doing after the outcome of the SEC? Assume I mean, the SEC goes Alabama. Is, is Alabama okay? So Alabama's number one naturally. Um, I like Notre Dame two, Clemson three. And then four, let me see the rankings. I mean, it's either Clemson or Notre Dame, then you have, yeah. then you have, then you have either Oklahoma or Ohio State. You're not going to put Michigan in. If no, no, if I, yeah, no. And that's, that's where it, it, the, the four spot is wide open. You know, right, I mean, it's, it's one or the other. My, yeah. I, I don't understand this, all this Georgia talk. Um, you know, again, unless Georgia wins the game. Well, I mean, that's, this whole that's thing the basis of being of close is ridiculous. No, that's the basis of it. I mean, you want to cause conversation. You don't want it to be a foregone conclusion that Alabama's going to win because it's the equivalent of going to a movie knowing the outcome. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you waste that? Why? Why should I watch? Alabama's going to win. What, what? What do I need to see? So you want to draw? Uh, the, you go the, into a movie suspending disbelief that maybe Georgia can can win. Well, you 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 would not know any outcome, saying you still have to see the movie to really determine it. Yeah, you know that type of thing. So, I hear you. so, I, I, yeah. so the argument the argument stems from, and you already know this because we talked about it in the last hour. If Georgia were the win, they're not keeping the SEC champ out, and they're not keeping Alabama out. 
Yeah, Georgia were, were to win, but again, I don't, I don't, I don't can't say it. And I, I hear what you're saying. It's just, it's just for conversation standpoint. I mean, I, I can't, I can't say it. And people are talking about like, oh, Jake Fromm. Are you like for real? Really? Well, I, I mean, because coming crushed, into the season, they thought that that would I be the likely challenger, anyways. Them. I mean, coming into the season, people predicted this was going to be the SEC championship, Georgia and Alabama. That's what they predicted, and they found it to be true. Now, during the during the season, we had the conversation about oh, Florida here, and 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 you know LSU, and, and maybe Auburn. I mean, but no, it's you know what the outcome is right now. So that's that's the problem with only having four teams and not paying as much into conference championships. Because I can see, I can imagine a scenario where. You've got two Power Five conferences, you know, only really only represented in the college football playoff. Yeah, think about it, right? Like, so if you look at if you look at Georgia, let, 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 let's look at Georgia for a second. Let's look at their season, all right? And then uh, I want you to analyze as I go along. All right, all right opener forty-five nothing over Austin P. The no surprise. Uh, win at South Carolina, forty-one seventeen. Okay. Win home, uh, Middle Tennessee State. Now this was a good win. I think Missouri was pretty good. Right. I like Locke a lot. They won at Missouri, forty-three twenty-nine. And I thought that that was a uh, that was a good win for them. Right, I agree. I think because Missouri will prove that good. it can be, yeah, it can it can compete with people with their offense and everything else. Yes, Georgia crushes Tennessee thirty-eight to twelve. Georgia right. crushes Vanderbilt forty-one to thirteen. Georgia crushed by LSU thirty-six to sixteen. Crushed by LSU from two hundred and nine yards. Two interceptions in the game. Barrow had to through for 200 yards in the game. They gave up 145 yards to uh, to Edwards. They gave up 100 yards receiving. They were shut out. Georgia was in the first half, losing 16 to nothing. I mean, it was it was ugly. Right. All right. So that was Georgia LSU by far the best competition they faced. Georgia rebounds, they beat Florida. That was a good right. win. Right. All right, in the, in the cocktail. In the world's largest cocktail. They then beat Kentucky 34-17. Good win. They then beat Auburn. Good win. They then beat they crush UMass. Alright, yeah, it's UMass. They then uh, beat Georgia Tech 45-21. And they don't succumb to the triple option. Right. So that's what you're looking at with this Georgia team. And like I said, it's 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 a big drop-off from Alabama. You know, but, I mean, I don't think anyone talks about the scenario because you still have to play the game. So if you have to play the game, there's an opportunity. I don't see Alabama, if they, even if they lose to Georgia, I don't see Alabama being kept out. I think Georgia has to win to get in. Okay? So Georgia, to me, can't lose and think they can get in. Same thing can be said for about Clemson. I don't see Clemson losing, but no one's ever talked about what happens if Clemson loses the pit. Do they fall out? Who's more deserving? If both teams, both Clemson and Georgia lose, who are two and four right now, who's more deserving of being in the college football playoff? Because I think both of those teams are better than Oklahoma and Ohio State, even if they win their conference championships. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree with you. I agree. Here's the thing, though. Like when you look at Alabama, and you look at some of the common opponents, Alabama crushes Missouri, thirty-nine to ten. Right. And I, I, I remember watching the game thinking, uh, I think Mizzou will be able to move the ball through the air because we were, we were thinking that Alabama's defense is. Not down, but not as good as it was in the past. Right. And that was not the case. They just crushed Locke. Locke put up 29 against Georgia. Can only manage 10 against Alabama. They crushed Tennessee. They put 58 spot up on Tennessee. Uh, They gave up. The Georgia gives up 36 to LSU. Alabama shuts LSU out, as you know. Alabama shuts out Mississippi State. Alabama beats Auburn by 31. <laughs> That's insane. Like, like, I, like, I know it's not A plus B equals C all the time, but, you know, sometimes common opponents mean something. Sometimes. So, In this case, so, they hardly dissent. Yeah, I, I, again, I just think, I, how's Georgia going to score on them? I don't know, but I, I just it, it, I hate to just assume that someone's un- invincible, and and then you lose interest in the in, in in the playoffs. I mean, if I don't know, man. I mean, it, it it loses a lot of its luster if a team is so dominant. It's like, why should I watch the national championship? Game? Oh, you watch the, the you watch Golden State Warriors. Exactly. Well, but but at the same point, even the Golden State Warriors is a multi game series. In, in the playoffs and in, in the finals, so it's not. It's not. I, you might. I might. I don't know about you, but I'll turn on the Golden State Warriors and watch the first half, maybe a little bit in the third quarter. But if they're up by double digits, I'm turning off. I'm turning elsewhere. It's boring to me. Yeah. No. I. I, I kind of. Yeah. I, it depends on the matchup. It does depends on the matchup. But I. I don't know. I. I love watching. I. I think I've. I. I love. I love college. This football season has been both college and the NFL. I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed it. Even, Even with the dominance with the, of Alabama? Dominance yeah, of Alabama? I, really? Yeah, I, yeah I, I just enjoy it. I, I love it. I'm upset that it's that it's that it's gonna that this is it. After yeah. this, it's just bowls left. Army, Navy, then bowls. 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 Get your That's bowls it. on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up, I, I got to give you guys this story. I want everybody to chime in on this story. Because Pop is talking about the state of play in the NBA. And he uses an adjective to describe it. And you'll be shocked to find out what it is. All right? You don't know it, do you, Link? I do. I didn't hear about this, no. All right. What he calls the game today. We'll let you know next. Little NBA with the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes Curtis could save you 15% or more car insurance? It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy, and we're coming to you live from Fox Sports Radio Studios. Wow, that's And awesome. uh, we're having some fun, man. So what, what's Blow, this what Pop said? Oh yeah, Curtis Blow's on the back. What's this? Uh, what's this? Uh, you I said can't, I can't. Said. I can't concentrate right now. Oh, <laughs> you, you you in the mood, man? I am. I love Curtis Blow. Breaks. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
He was cool, man. Some good old fashioned, good old hip hop. What year did that come out, man? The Curtis Blow. Iowa. What, what year did that come out? Iowa? We were kids. I remember that. Uh, it's rap, rapping Christmas. I'd have to look into it. One of our I remember staff it. members could perhaps look it up real quick. No, I just said uh, 1979, cuz. Wow, wow, dude. 1979. Wow. Good baseline, right? Damn. Well, I've, it's been stolen a million times. Oh, yeah. No doubt. You got the brakes? You got Curtis Blow brakes? That's one of my all time favorites, the brakes. <laughs> he goes, uh, You borrowed money from the mob. And yesterday you lost your job. <laughs> That's the greatest, man. That's how. But it's funny. I I'm like stuck in. I'm right. So I'm in this project, right, Link. So I'm writing this. I'm writing this film, and I, you know it's really intensive, and there's lots of research, and you know you 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 know to do it properly, you do all these different stages, and and like you immerse yourself and. Because it's a time period, I'm like back in this time period. It's 1985. So you like you and I were you know teenagers in 1985, yeah, sophomore in high school. Yep. And so we you know like you go back to our kids, like our youth, and you start to th- and, I, and I'm like immersed in this time period right now. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, can you, can you feel it? Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. So, like, I hear that, I'm like, wow, yeah, it's so, it's so bizarre. And I'm like, I like, I just the, the little things that you write, like with, um, you know, like I had the father saying to the uh, to one of the kids, stop turning the dial so fast. <laughs> if you remember that. I remember that. I remember being called in from the other room or something else. Hey, come turn the TV. Oh, adjust the antenna. This was about the late seventies and more than the eighties because cable yeah. was out. But yeah. but but the, remember the first cable yeah, boxes that had the the little tabletop the cable TV top boxes that had the multi channels. So you had yeah. to come back and, and turn the channels. And, yeah. and it'd be, it'd be, you would have somebody be yeah, like, okay, stop. We would use the wire, then bring the box out with the wire. Right. Yep. Right. Like so. So it was kind of like a remote. Like we'd sit on the right. floor and watch TV. So if we're watching games, like you can go <laughs> back and forth. But then there was also. Did you have this? There was also because we got cable pretty early, and there was also if you held two buttons down, you could see the nudie channel. Two buttons down. At the same oh. time, like there was we two didn't have buttons. we didn't have buttons. We just had we had the the the, the dial channel changer on top of our cable box. But the you the didn't have the box. Was, like there was a box with two rows of buttons. No, we didn't have two rows of buttons. We just had one one channel changer on the top of the buttons. And you, okay, the the channels were the the, the, the nudie channels were on the higher levels, but you could see the blur. You would as a little kid right. looking between the blurs, like oh right, I thought I saw right. a chichi. I saw a nipple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. What do you want a 12 year old boy to do, man? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> I mean, not for nothing. You know, it's called biology, you know? Yeah. You know, what, you know, just a little side note, you know, I, I have to have that discussion in the next month or so with my 12 year old. Already? He's 12. That talk. Oh, man. Yes. 
I got I to gotta pull Tavon to the side and have oh. that discussion with him. Without his little brother, because his little brother just makes jokes about everything. But I, it's that time to have that talk with him about the birds oh and the bees God. and the things between your knees. Yep. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I want my kids to say babies, man. They're like my big one just turned nine. Yes, see, and like it's he coming. still loves dinosaurs, right. and I encourage it. Like I want him to stay nine, like because wow. the next year or two, we got basketball practice today. Oh, oh boy, yeah, we got ball, we got basketball practice. He's not he's not really a, a baller. No, <laughs> no, it's all he's right. still looking for butterflies and dinosaurs. Uh no, nah, like he's like he tries. He's just not not coordinated. Oh, I see. He's not really. Well, that, coordinated. Can, that, that can come. That can come. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like I, I was having this conversation right because my like my nephew loves basketball, mm-hmm. and you know he's pretty good, whatever. But I try to explain this to to like my sister, and I explain this to like other people that that basketball. There's a whole nother realm. Like, you have a kid that's decent that could play in high school. Right. But there's a whole other realm that comes with playing in major college. Agree. And then there's a whole other realm, like a half a percent of a whatever that is the elite of the elite. Like, there, like Zion Williamson. Like, Zion... He's a freak. Yeah. Like, I was telling my sister, I go, you know, she's like, oh, he's really good. And he needs to go to this camp and that camp. I go, and I'm like, listen, if he wants to go to camp, that's fine. Enjoy it. But don't have any delusions. All right? He, you know, he might play high school and that'll be nice and he can enjoy it. But, you know, don't don't think about NBA and don't think about major college basketball because these kids are too good. Right. There's a there's a there's a, a, a tiny 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 percent of kids that are really and everybody goes oh my kid's really good my kid's really good and it, it happens when they're young right like they, they, they parents start to think oh my god my kid's pretty good he can right. maybe do right. something your, your kid's not doing anything all right <laughs> I hate to break it to you your kids uh, yeah, your kids yeah, not, not doing anything <laughs> nothing all right you got no shot at basketball not zero oh, wow all right. When you have a Zion who's six seven, two hundred and eighty five pounds in a forty five inch vertical, stop. Yeah, right? yeah. Like you, you can forget the private coaches and forget all the, the camps. If the kid wants to do it, that's fine. But like, don't have any expectations. All right. Like oh, that's my that's my talk. Now let me ask you a question. So I'm uh, I'm an assistant coach. I'm really the third assistant coach. So the other day, we were doing uh, defense. Now, mind you, you're third graders. Mm-hmm. And so my, my so we're teaching defense, and we're teaching the basics of a 2-1-2. Right. right? Just, you know, you rotate out, yeah. Yeah. rotate back, ball goes to one side, we all rotate, we all have our positioning. So, you know, basic teachings. So one of my one of my rules is I, I you know I want your hands up all times, you know I mean you never know they try to cross court pass or whatever right, it is right, right. at that age I want the, I, and I want the hands to be active, and to me hands up all the time is an early lesson that they must do. So these kids, so there's two kids, really one kid, 
whose hand is never up. And it's pissing me off. Because <laughs> I'm saying, hands up! Let's go! Let's go! And like they were in blue, they had they were wearing uh, the blue jerseys. And I'm going, right. Right, blue, blue, hands up, blue. And I'm yelling, screaming. Not yelling, screaming, but I'm, you know, hands up, let's go, rotate, rotate, you know, whatever. And this one kid, and I, I walk in, uh, you know, like I walk on the, on, like I'm on the edge. I walk in the middle and I'm tapping him. Hands up, hands up. And then finally, I, I stop. Now I'm the third assistant. And I'm not even the head coach, which is bad. So I stop and I go, oh, coach. And I'm like, listen, hands up or you run. All right? right. That's it. Hands up or you run. And uh, sure enough, 10 minutes later, kids' hands down. I make them run. <laughs> now, is that out of line? No. I mean, look, you got to be consistent third with your discipline. See, I can't st- you know what it is? I can't shut up. It's my problem in life. I don't know we my do place. We know this about you, but we, we love it about you as well. <laughs> like, I don't know my place. Like, it's the third, I'm like the third assistant for third grade, all right? Like, you know, I'm not pop, all right? Right. Right, but I, I but I like to teach the kids. Like I love the game. I love the sport. I love sports. Right. So right. I want when I, when I teach and I coach baseball. When I when I do it, I love to teach the game. Like just learn the game. Yeah. Like, I don't care about how good you are, or whatever. I just want you to know the game, understand the game, learn the game, and follow directions. So if I tell you have your hands up, I just want your hands up. That's all. Well, I'm curious to hear what 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 you said. Pop had mentioned about the game today. Uh, you don't care about my coaching anymore. I do, I do but I'm, I'm, I'm but it concerns me that you brought this up because I think it it falls in line. If I'm your therapist, I'm trying to figure out how all this correlates to where you are yeah, position well, you wise are as a third coach. You, you know that you are my therapist, uh, right, I, Figgy? I, Figgy's my alter ego, and you're my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Frightening. Figgy, uh, Figgy was that was that out of line? Telling uh, that coach. No, I mean, t- tell my kid to run for not having his hands up. Uh, slightly. Yeah, yeah. yeah a little be bit. Honest, a little bit, yeah. Probably overstep the bounds a little bit. But I understand you just have passion. You want to be played right. I, I get it. I, I, mean, I don't think you're out of line. I thought, I thought the, it's appropriate. I mean, the, kid, the kid's got to have his hands up. Right. <laughs> like, I told him 17 times. <laughs> and he's not. You know I mean? So I don't know why he doesn't listen. <laughs> oh I think God. the fact that he's nine is exactly why he doesn't listen. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what you guys know for. Yeah, yeah, of man. I, I, I don't know. It pisses me off, though. Come on, dude. Or <laughs> learn the game. <laughs> now everybody just wants to run up and down and shoot threes and do their own thing nowadays. They don't want to. Yes, no that's fun, a hint. No that's a hint of pop. Oh yeah, I take know it away, going. and then I'll, I'll, I'll give pop uh, fig. So it's with the trend. I heard this from pop. I like this. I like where you're going. Now we'll start with the big news out of the National Football League on Friday. The Chiefs releasing running back Kareem Hunt on Friday after TMZ released surveillance footage of an altercation between Hunt and a woman in February, where the star tailback could be seen shoving and kicking her. Now, in a statement, the team said it was releasing Hunt because he was not truthful when relaying his account of the events 
to them when he met with team officials. In baseball news, the Nationals get yet another catcher. They signed Kurt Suzuki last week. Washington did acquire Jan Gomes for, from Cleveland for pitcher Jeffrey Rodriguez and a couple of prospects on Friday night. And we are brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NBA, the Lakers overcame a 15-point deficit. They will beat the Mavericks 114-103. to Denver beating the Blazers in Portland 113-112. to Rockets steamrolled the Spurs 136-105. to Sixers over the Wizards. College football, Washington beat Utah in the Pac-12 championship game 10-10-3. to They advanced to their first Rose Bowl in 18 years. Back to Lincoln Kennedy and Coach Anthony Gargano. <laughs> Thank you, Big. Oh, yeah. Coach Colors. G, Coach G, Coach G, we running today? <laughs> so, so bad. We run every day. Yeah. <laughs> Fellas, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800 947 auto. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Don't forget, fellas, brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. All right, Nick, here it is. Here's Pop. Pop says this. There's no basketball anymore. There's no beauty in it. It's pretty boring. That's Greg Popovich on today's NBA shooting more threes. I couldn't agree with him more. Right? Right? I couldn't agree with him more. I mean, look, I, I know what I know. Yeah, I know what it's morphed into. Like Pop. I was watching, I was actually looking um well, there was, I think it was Orlando. I was just looking at, at a game the other night, and and Big Mamba was shooting threes. And I'm like, see, this is this is the, the state of the union, if you will, the fact that collectively you have seven footers who refuse to go on the paint anymore. They're just standing outside firing up threes. I, I, I don't like the type of basketball. Yeah, I, I know. I'm with you. I, I'm with you now. Like a guy like Embiid that shoots threes. He but that's a part of his game. But he also yeah. goes inside. I've seen him take people off the dribble. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? He's like Elijah Wan with more range. Yeah. That is so, no, but you know, I, I agree with you. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. It, it's too much. The game, I, I'll tell you, analytics have killed sports. Oh, I agree. Oh, God, it's horrible. Like baseball, it kills baseball. It makes it unwatchable. Right. Launch angles and all the strikeouts that come with it and shifts and guys that can't hit the ball through the shift. It just makes it horrible. They're killing their own sport yeah. with this crap. It's killing it. I agree. It, it really is. The analytics in basketball. Shoot three, shoot threes. No mid-range game. No post-up game. Shoot three, shoot three, shoot threes. And, and it's just... It's just it's bore. It is boring. Pop's right. It's a boring, boring sport. It, it sucks. You know how many times you're gonna see good teams run up and down a court, fifty threes on a fast break, Man, breaking well, two threes. That's the sad part about it. And, it. and there's no. I mean, I don't. I can't remember the last time I actually saw a team perform a half court offense. No, it's weird, man. It's isolation. Fire it up. This sport is. It's. It's. It's a shame now. You know, like I love it. I watch it and all, but I I agree with him. It's too much. It's too many threes. Figgy, curious, the, your thoughts. 
Oh, I'm with you guys 100%. I think I understand why the game, and Pop said this in his comments, is like the Spurs were one of the first teams that kind of realized how efficient it was to start shooting threes, and they, you know, took it well advantage of it, you know, towards the end of Ginobili and Duncan's tenure there. But yeah. he also says he just hates the way that the game is gone because there's no nuance anymore. You know, back in the day, different teams had different styles of play. You know, you yeah. had the Utah Jazz who are run a trillion guys on off-ball screens to open up mid-range jump shots. The Lakers went down low to Shaq. You had a team like the Mavericks uh, uh, where they would have small backcourts and use funky the lineups. That you know? play with the defense. Right, mm-hmm. right. So there were just a bunch of different teams that had different styles and different ways to be able to play. And now everybody's going with the exact same model. So and I think baseball is going through this exact, this exact same thing. You know, everybody's playing the same way. It's about launch angles and hitting home runs and hitting the ball in the air. It's about trying to score the most efficient way possible, but I think that takes some nuance and a little bit of um, diversity out of different styles they, of play. They've killed, analytics has killed baseball. And, it, and it's happened overnight. Like, literally overnight. It, this is a year, last year. It really happened last year, even more than the year before. It took over last year. Yeah, I mean, I feel it's been the problem is it's been a slow trickle, and I think more and more teams have caught on. So I think now it's where, whereas seven, eight years ago, maybe three or four teams were doing it, now all of them are or the major, the great majority of them are, and it's dominated baseball as a whole. And you're seeing that with the NBA now, too, with the three-point shot. You know, back in the day, if a team shot 23-pointers in a game, you're like, man, they really are chucking it up. Now got teams are shooting 23-pointers and a half, and it, and people are not batting an eye at it. Well, look at baseball for one second. 23-pointers and a half. My oh, yeah. Goodness. It's nothing. Well, look at baseball. Real quick, look at baseball for a second, because the bullpen game. Yeah. First was Tampa. Now everybody does it, right? They all do the bullpen game. There's a lot Which, of teams talking about doing it going into this season. You're right, and there were more teams doing it by the end of last year, no doubt. And especially and, since Tampa had success, you know, Tampa didn't make the postseason, but they had a great year by all accounts, considering yeah, what they, they had did. to work with. But I, I, I hate the bullpen game. Who the hell likes a bull? A bull? You like to see a starting pitcher? Yeah, I doubt. I, I was, do. Yeah, I was about to say. You know who doesn't like bullpen games? Starting pitchers, because this yeah. is going to affect them and the yeah. market the next couple of years. You know, these oh, big time contracts starters are getting. It's like, well, why are we paying guys who would normally historically go seven innings? Nobody goes four innings anymore. So why are we paying you all this money? No, it's terrible. It's terrible. And and just watching guys hit and. Not hit behind runners and oh, yeah. not do stuff that used to used to be fundamentally sound. It's a difficult why, and all the strikeouts make it horrible. The ball doesn't the ball stay out of play. It won't be in play for like four minutes on average. Yep, everybody's striking out or hitting home runs. That's all it is. That's the name of the game. That's 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 just tragically bad. Feast or famine. Mm-hmm. Yep, you said that during midway bad. through the season. Feast or famine. That's exactly what it is, Link. I mean, I and and it's just an ugly and it's boring. It's just boring. It really is, and I, I know watching closely, you know, the Dodgers who have been one of the better teams the last, you know, six seven years, and this year especially, there is no more an example of feast or famine than them because on a night in night out basis, they can beat you fourteen to three or they can lose two to one, and it was all contingent on whether or not they were hitting home runs. And it happened, yes. on, and I saw it every single solitary night with that team, and that's why they can have hot streaks and they can have very cold streak, very, a lot of cold streaks. And it happened all season long, and it was very frustrating for fans to be able to watch. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's 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 an ugly thing. They're, they're killing it. They're ruining it. 
They're they're ruining sports. They're ruining the games. Last night, Lakers Mavericks. The Mavericks shoot thirty nine threes. Mm-hmm. My they're goodness, ten, ten for thirty nine. Ten for thirty nine, which is twenty five, just a little over twenty five percent. The Lakers shoot nine for thirty. Like, and they that's started thirty percent. And they started one for eleven in the first half. By the way. Yeah. So it's like no matter how cold you are, they'll just keep firing it up. Keep shooting. Doesn't matter. Keep I shooting. Mean that, <laughs> like, like that's fun. That's fun. The dude, how about this? <laughs> God forbid. The Rockets last night shot fifty four threes. Well, that sounds like a D'Antoni team. Fifty-four. <laughs> now Gordon. Now again, they hit twenty-two of them, and it's one of the reasons one they beat San Antonio by thirty because Eric Gordon made a seven of eleven. Harden, of course, took his eleven. He made three. Chris Paul took seven. He made two. I mean, jeez. The Spurs took twenty-eight. Wow. I mean, you're talking. You're talking eighty-one threes in a game. 81 threes, dude. Shoot it. That's horrible. That's just not fun basketball. Oh, my Lord. Of course, did you, did you see Steph Curry's response to Pop's quote, by the way, Anthony? No. no. All he said, he tweeted out the word, nope. That was it. Oh, uh, really? He says, does it make the game boring? Now, summing up the entire quote, it says, is yeah. the game boring? And Steph's, uh, Steph Curry's response was, nope. Nope. Yeah. Well, of course he he would be the one to say that. Yeah. I mean, Mister Three Pointer. But see, the, the thing is, is. The no. Thing is that, yeah, I can I can get behind the fact that that's part of his game. There are individuals like James Harden, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. We know to be three point shooters. There's others out there. My thing is that the development of the future NBA, the future stars. There's no reason why a seven footer. You're not you're not Dirk to be outside the perimeter firing up threes. Get your ass down there by the rim. Play a half-court offense. Even if you have to play, you know, toss in and kick out to open three is even better than just coming down the court, passing, and you're at the top of the key. The guy's sagging off of you, and you you throw up a three. I I hear you. I I mean, you you look. It's indiscriminate now because guys, it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to shoot a three. So t- let's take uh, OKC. They shot 41 of them last night. All right. So. Patterson took eight of them. He can't shoot at all. He's a terrible shooter. Uh, he took eight of them. Basically, a guard. Grant, Jeremy Grant took three three-pointers. Oof. Yeah. You know what would be an interesting assignment, Cuz, if you had the if you had the information where I mean, and I know it's available, but points in paint as opposed to total points outside the perimeter. To see where a team is, and and then and the exercise, take it a step further, is just throw out a team name. Let's say you throw out Cleveland. What do you think their ratio to points of the paint versus perimeter is? Because mm-hmm. we know Golden State, you're going to be more outside the perimeter. You expect that. That's Golden State's game. But I'm talking about like Boston or Milwaukee or Cleveland. You know the points of the paint versus the perimeter. Yeah, no, I hear you, brother. I do. I think you're going to find. That you know these three-point shooting teams, it's it makes mathematical sense. Mm. You know, unfortunately, like I look at, like look at Utah last night, right? So Utah wins the game. Utah shoots eighteen for forty. 
right? Right. That's 45%. I mean, that's great. Yeah. You know, I, Statistically. Yeah, no, you need it, <laughs> you know? You know, I mean, that's just part part of it. I mean, that's a great – that's why you win. If you're knocking yeah. down threes, you're, you're going to win the game. I mean that's the that's the that's the rule of the sport, but it's but I agree with Pop, like you guys do. It's boring. All right, sit tight. We'll come right back. I just want to put a bow on this. Oh, there it is. Nice job, Iowa Sam. We'll get to uh, Dallas and the Saints coming up. Where's Curtis Blow? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we had to uh, swap in a little blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is Sinatra? It'll get to oh, it, Listen yeah. to it. Listen to it. Oh, there he is. There's Frank. Doom, doom. There is, uh, like, he's huge. He was, like, when I was growing up, he was, like, a monster, right? He was huge still. Oh, he's still huge. And, uh, like, still almost to this day, he just kind of... Uh, it's kind of petered off a little bit, but he would have it. There would be a show on the local radio Friday night, Fridays with Frank, and Sundays with Sinatra. And like Sunday, we would play all Sinatra songs on the Sunday morning. And like every lady I knew, like every mother I knew, right. would right. listen to the Sundays with Sinatra and make the the big gravy, the tomato sauce. With the meatballs, <laughs> like it was a cliche. Like every every lady I would have, my grandmother would have the Sinatra on, and she would have. To, she, like I would, I would like come downstairs or whatever, and she's like, you know, she's making the the gravy, and she'd say, "Look how beautiful the pork," <laughs> and she'd have the cigarette going with the long ash, and like the like part of the ash would go to gravy. <laughs> wow, yeah. That's how it used to be. That's all right. And she would be dancing, like swaying yeah. to Sinatra. Like, hey, dance with me, aunt. You know, she be like, I, you know, it's funny. The velvet uh, voice always gets the ladies. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was the ultimate panty dropper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So here's the deal. Uh, Thursday night, Lincoln. We saw something that we did not expect. At least, um, it's funny. I, I thought the Cowboys had a chance because I just thought the way the rhythm of uh, the way the rhythm of the of that game was. Both teams come off the Thursday, Thursday night. You know how it is. They're always, even though it was a full week for the Saints, it's still an odd kind of. You're off your schedule, right? And I, I just thought they were due for like a major letdown. And the way the Cowboys' defense is playing, I thought they had a chance to win the game. But I didn't expect the Cowboys to hold them to ten points. And Neither did the, I. That was I didn't see shock, it coming. Like. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. I was really shocked. I mean, when I looked back at the game and coming into it, just the fact that the 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 momentum that Drew Brees had been on, the, the terror that he'd been on, he had been picking apart defenses left and right, even pretty solid defenses, to put themselves in a position uh, to win. And they, they had an opportunity to win it at home. I was surprised that they held the Saints only three in the first half. I was too. I was, uh, I was, I mean, it was it was funny because a couple things. One, I, that defense, that Van Der Esch, 
Yeah. Wow, he's a player, man. Him and yeah. Jalen Smith. Wow, they're, yeah. they're terrific. And I love that the front, I mean, Demarcus Lawrence is a hell of a player. Just yeah. a hell of a player. You know, it's funny. Uh, Saints come back, and Dak, and while Dak was uh, accurate with his completions, man, he he's got a he's still a very raw quarterback. Well, I mean, he, look, the, he never gets rid of the ball. Like, dude, get rid of the ball. He he doesn't he doesn't te- he doesn't trust his progression. More importantly, I do agree with you that he holds on the ball far too long. But that offense is basic dog it is really really simple and he's got to understand that if you go through your three read motion and it's not there throw it out of bounds just throw it away yeah it's a shame because that like they're they're people now with without a Gamari cooper they're too they have too much talent with his yeah. elliot and to, yeah. to and even gallup's got speed i like gallup yeah well, that's the thing, you know, and, and look, looking at the formula, I think one of the things that hurt them is picking Eli Apple if they're Saints because they, they threw at him all night. Yeah, they did. All right, we're the fellas. Big hour ahead. Don't go anywhere. Oh, welcome back, fellas. It's 8 a.m. in the East, 5 a.m. in the West. Uh, hopefully you're having a very good morning. Enjoying your weekend as it's December the 1st. The holiday is upon us. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, Big Link, uh, we're talking all morning about the championship Saturday and the championship games that you're going to see in the conferences like Alabama, Georgia, like Oklahoma, Texas, like, and I'm curious to see, I, you know, I mean, what you think about Ohio State Northwestern and if there is a possible emotional letdown. What do you think is possible with, with the defenses <laughs> of Ohio State and Texas? I mean, at Texas, Oklahoma. I mean, anything's possible within that frame, and he's still got to play the game. I think it's unlikely, but it's anything. So, do you possible. see any? Do you see any upsets here today? Mm, well, to be honest, there's probably what out of the day's matchup. There's probably well, Memphis at the US, UCF lost their starting quarterback. Would that really be an upset? I guess it could be an upset. Um, I don't know if Texas beating Oklahoma be necessarily an upset because they beat him earlier this season. Um, I, I guess Northwestern and Ohio State, Alabama, it's highly unlikely. I mean, it would be an upset if they lost to Georgia, but it doesn't really change anything. So I think the wor- word upset is 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 it doesn't really apply. This, I, mean, I guess it does, but I, I don't know. No, I don't really see any upsets. Yeah, I, I don't either um, because Memphis is not – if you just go through it quickly – uh, I I don't I I could see Texas putting up a bundle of points, but I I don't see them winning the game. I can okay. see now I could see Memphis winning beating you at UCF, right? But it's not really an upset without the quarterback, the starting quarterback, right? Uh, again, I don't see Alabama down to twelve and a half. Ooh, what do people, people see? Some money, they landed some money on on Georgia, huh? Wow, man, that's amazing. I don't see it. I'm 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 blind <laughs> to it, man. Uh, now, I'll give like, you one I like. I like uh, Fresno as a possible upstate at uh, upset 
in the uh, on the blue field. Oh, really? In Boise? Yeah. Okay. Fresno's good. No, Fresno is a good team. Boise's just so tough at home, man. That's the thing. Like last week when they were taking on Utah State, I, I just said yeah, at home it was it was yeah. tough sledding. Boise's uh, good at home. Clemson, Pittsburgh. What's you that lineup to? Because last one, when I first saw it, was like I think it was like 26 or 27. 27 and a half, Holmes. <sighs> Boy. 27 and a half. They'll probably cover it. <laughs> the Ohio State Buckeyes up to 14 and a half. Hmm. It's a lot of points. A lot of points. I think too many points, to be honest with you. Really? You know? They're just so good on offense, though. They are. No, they're, they're electric, but I, I I do see some sort of letdown. How, how do you cross Michigan? You play a perfect game against Michigan. And they, they're, they're a team that reeks of letdown. Right. Urban yeah. Meyer's not going right. to coach after next season. Right. I don't know. Do you think that's it? Well, what, what, what's, bro- what's broken down at times is just, I mean, it's, it's things that are usually sound, but in the past we've seen it. Like, I remember specifically... Last year when they played Penn State, or maybe it was the year before, I think, no, Saquon Barkley ran that kickoff return back. And you, Urban Myers usually prided himself on special teams. Yeah. And they've had special teams breakdowns. And even in the last game against Michigan, you know, there was it was special teams that rose the occasion that really separated them because it was back and forth. I agree with you. You, you look at the poorest defense that they played against Maryland. I, I thought, honestly, when you look back at it, they were probably looking overlooking Maryland. Like, like we'll, we'll be able to handle this. Let's just get ready for Michigan. And they they, they almost lost it. But yeah. there are instances like that where they can I, – I don't know if Northwestern is strong enough offensively to just hang with them, and that's probably the reason why the the, the you know the, the spread is the way it is and that's going up. So, Yeah, man. I, 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 I think I'm, I'm there right there with you. But the motivating factor, the bottom line to me, because the motiva- motivating factor right now is that you, if you're an Ohio State player, you take it upon yourself saying, I got to have one of my best games here at Ohio State. We've taken care of the divisional rival. That's, that's done. Michigan's done. We ain't to worry about them. We're 4-0 against them in the last couple of years. There are guys in, the, in you know, OSU have not lost to Michigan. No longer an issue. We want to get into playoffs. We got to impress the hell out of the out of the the, the, the everybody who's watching, and so we got to really step on the the neck of Northwestern. Agreed, agreed. I I I hear you. I hear you. Uh, can we for a second? We'll get back to uh, the conference games and the picks, and then and, uh, and we'll give you formal picks. We'll look at all the games today. As today is really the last day of college football um, until the balls. You got Army Navy next week, and that's it. So, the balls. Yeah, the balls. <laughs> uh, I, I want to get back into what we saw Thursday night and what we saw with Drew Brees and the Saints offense. What did the, what did the Cowboys do defensively? I mean, obviously they, they hit Drew Brees eight times and they really kind of threw him off. That knocked the ball out of his hands. I mean... You know, that was a huge part of it. What else did they do to derail the Saints' offense? Just took the receivers out that, that had success in the past. And there were just a couple errant throws. Um, people couldn't hold on the ball. I mean, I, I, I it was probably, when I mean, you look at it collectively. Yeah, it, there were a lot of drops. I was just about to say. Collectively, they're, mentally, they weren't into it. They just weren't into it. But and we've seen this in the past. We've always talked about this when it comes to the ebbs and flows in the NFL. 
when the team seems to have everything together right. and they seem to be cruising, something interrupts it. Something upsets it. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm completely with you. It, 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 the other thing, too, is that call was abysmal. Which one? The non-call. Oh, oh, the non-call, yeah. 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 I mean, come on, dude. How's that not a penalty? You pull everything. <laughs> right? I mean, it was a hit to the head. Yeah. How's that not a penalty? I agree. But I've, I've, seen, a lot of non, I've seen a lot of non-calls. A lot of Walt Anderson home hours. cooking right there. <laughs> Come on, Figgy. A lot of Walt Anderson home cooking. What is it with the Cowboys and the officials? I don't know. There's always some uh, some, like, some interesting calls go uh, go in the Cat and Cowboy games for whatever reason. <laughs> it's funny how that works, isn't it? It Got really a party is. bus out back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the link... Of Jerry and the NFL officials. I want to see an investigation into that. Well, you know, Jerry's had his uh, he had his run in with the commissioner last season with the whole Ezekiel Elliott situation. It seems like there's always some sort of tension between Jerry and the front office, I even know. though Jerry's one of the most influential owners in the entire league, and nothing gets done without his influence. So it's a very interesting dance that goes between Jerry and the front office of the NFL. And how about this for interesting? The fact is the the fun, you know, the, the the fight with Goodell, he handles it accordingly. He's like this, okay. Well, I'm gonna let you get paid, but you're gonna be out by 2024. And he's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I'll collect my 50 million dollars a year. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> how but you're that? done. <laughs> right, dude. Could you imagine? Like, he he, what he makes is just obscene. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, man. It's obscene. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> like, why does he deserve that? He's a smart like, businessman. Like, seriously, it's an idiot-proof business. Well, yeah, but he, but he's taken that, he's taken that idiot-proof business and made it bigger by having, you know, basically having other people. Nothing. Well, I mean, yeah. in the sense that he's, he's had long other for people. The ride. No, 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 he's not long for a ride because what that 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 coliseum, that 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 stadium that he built, he got other people to pay for it, and he's reaping all the benefits from it. Oh, you're talking about, I think you guys are talking about two different – you're talking about oh, – Okay, so Link is talking about Jerry. Right. Yeah, and, and Anthony's talking about Roger Goodell. Goodell. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. I, yeah. I, I, I think you, you could probably have yeah. a chimpanzee sit a, <laughs> wearing a suit with the commissioner on the front of it, and the yeah. NFL exactly. would still make money. Yeah. Exactly. He's no disrespect to Roger. But. The, 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 let me tell you something. It's, the NFL is an Uber ride, <laughs> and, and, and he's just sitting in the back seat. He had nothing, he had nothing to do with it. Zero. Yeah, Goodell is like Barry Switzer when he stepped in after. Uh, after yes. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my. Yes. Just wrote that, wrote that train to a championship. Yes. Exactly what it was. I mean, what does oh he do? My. All kidding aside, like you know, anybody can negotiate those TV contracts, right? First of all, he could do a better job policing the league, which he's terrible at. He can do, uh, and all the league because of fantasy football and now gambling. The league just is flush. Right. Seriously? Let's go overseas. Yeah, duh. Glad you, they're, they're, he's actually, he was actually late to the party. See, he actually, actually should have revived, I think, that uh, European Football League. Oh, the uh, NFL Europe. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it seems like worldly. Yeah, anything that he actually had a chance. To your point, Anthony, the, the NFL prints money. The TV contracts kind of took care of themselves. Things that he actually had a hands-on or could have had a hands-on, you know, take to actually make a change. He screwed up the domestic violence policy to be in the situation we're in now, where yeah. it got to the Ray Rice situation and to this situation now, dealing with suspensions. I mean, a lot of things that were in his hands for him to actually make firm decisions on. He's he's messed up. PR the PR and the NFL the concussion settlement and all that stuff all that's happened under his watch. Yeah, dude, I, 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 I you figure so right. He's he's just a passenger. Fellas, brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you, or like Jerry treats the officials. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> I it's want me some glory hole. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. All right, uh, coming up, uh, let's do this, guys. Uh, on notice, let's uh, give our college picks for today. How we see these picks today. How were we last week, Vincent? How was it last week? Was it not too bad? Not too good. Oh no, that bad. <laughs> Oh, so no. we had a different. We did, Link and myself did pretty well. We both went okay. nine and three. Wow, that's great. Unfortunately, Ant, you went three and nine. Ah, Sammy went eight and four, and Figgy went five and seven. Yeah, I thought um, I had a good week. Eight and four is not bad. Uh, that's a great week. Eight but, uh, four, nine right, and three. Oh, yeah, you guys yeah, did great. Hey, five and seven. I can keep my job like Clay Helton at USC. That works. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Ooh, wow. How does that, it how does that happen? How much time do you have, Anthony? Yeah, man, that's bad. It's almost as bad as my three and nine. All right, uh, we'll come back and give our picks coming up next. The fellas on Fox. I want me some glory hope. Ho, ho, ho. Great news. There's a quick way that you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, and we're going to get into our college picks. It's a limited day because there's a whole, not a whole lot of games going on football-wise, but they are important games, conference championships. Uh, one of these days, the uh, committee will find value in conference championships instead of just writing it off as just another game. So it is what it is. But we, I digress. I don't uh, know why you, you, you like them so much. Because I think you've earned something. It doesn't matter the capacity. Even in, even even when it comes to basketball, if you play your best basketball in the conference tournament time and you win the conference, if it's decided by that, I think you've earned something, and that earned should be commended for a chance to play for a national title. Hmm. Even if you get crushed, if you get crushed, you should the conference champion should have a chance to represent in the round robin that is the national championship in the playoff series. Not if you're. Not not if there's other teams in your conference that are better. No, I don't. I disagree with that. I I, I disagree with it. In a wow. one game elimination series, in a one game, we're not talking about multiple games. In one game elimination, if you don't play your best ball and you don't move forward, you don't go on. If you have your worst game at a critical time, you yeah, don't. But it's you, not really you just the playoffs. Me. Like that's the thing. It's not the college football. I mean, the the conference cha- championship game isn't really a playoff game. It should, be. it should be. No, it should be. No, then that's that's a problem because again, you're not putting the emphasis on conference champions. Why have a conference championship if you're just going to pick the four best teams that you think are out there? Yeah, I, I hear you. I don't. I agree. I don't, I don't even know why you would have them. 
I think it's for the, the service for the to the game because well, I think you've earned something if you have a conference. You have too many game, too many teams out there competing. Yeah, but I can't have like Michigan. Like, I mean, let's be real here. Michigan, Ohio State, like that's a huge game. That's bigger than the Big Ten championship game. Not to me. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, you you have all these I mean, teams in on. these conferences. Why have Michigan, them in Ohio State? The two right? best teams in the conference square off for the that's right to move the, on. But that's the biggest. That not uh, Ohio State Northwestern. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. Northwestern took care of their side of things to get there. Oh, big deal. Come on. See, you write it off as just a happenstance, and I don't think it's the case. I think if if you're a team that did whatever you took to get to your conference championship and you win, you've earned it just like the right in the the basketball playoffs and to be a part of the tournament. I can't stand you sometimes. Look, I cannot stand you sometimes. Here's your, uh, here's your, here's your, here's your great Northwestern team. Let me just read you. All right, let's start off in the beginning of the season where they beat Purdue by four. Great win. Oh, they lost to hey, Duke. Purdue beat Ohio State. They lost to Duke. Purdue by beat Ohio 14. State. They lost to Duke at home. Okay. No one said they're going to be perfect. Oh, wait. They lost to Akron at home. They lost to Michigan. No shame. They played them tough. They beat Michigan State at Michigan State. They beat Nebraska in overtime. They beat Rutgers by three. Rutgers. Rutgers by three. Ohio State beat, 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 uh, beat what, Maryland by two? <laughs> Northwest, uh, they beat Wisconsin. They lose to Notre Dame. It was never a game. They uh, beat Iowa, Iowa Sam's team. They beat Minnesota by a whole 10. And they beat Illinois by a whole 8. Are you kidding me? That team stinks. Wow. They, all, I, all, I heard was, all I heard was a team that took care of business when they had to and put themselves in a position to win. Come on, Lincoln. I mean, look. Sit. Come on. You, you, if you want to play this game, go down. Go down. You just said Michigan was one of the better they teams stink. in the country. Tell me how who Michigan beat. Who did Michigan beat? I will tell you in a second, Sammy. I would like to say that we've had the argument about the conference championship games. They've gone both ways. It's all situational. Remember when the big the Big Twelve didn't have a title game for like three or four years, five right. years, and it hurt them because. I kept them out of a, either the BCS or the playoff because you would have a team that needed an extra win to prove to the committee that they were uh, eld- or that they were worthy of getting into the playoff situation. So we've had it where it either hurts teams or helps teams. I think it does both. It just depends on the situation. It really does. I, like I think the conference the conferences. I think the power five, power five conferences will eventually morph into being so large because other schools will want to be involved but to be part of the power five that their 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 conferences, the amount of teams in their conferences are going to be lo- larger than the amount of games that they play in a regular season. So you're going to have to divide them up and have a conference championship game to show the best of the east, or the best of west, north or south, whatever you do. You're just going to have to divide them up that way, and that's why where, that's where this. the conferences are going. Why don't you have a conference championship game for – if you have all those teams and every team is in a power five, right? Right. You have an east-west championship game, like an east-west-west, and then the championship game. 
So now you have two games that will accurately decide the conference. Well, then you're then you're actually talking about you're close to an NFL style, style schedule. All right. Well, I mean, look, I know you want more football, but here's the thing. I got no thing. problem with that. Here's the, here's the thing. I know in the pack they that each team plays what nine games, nine conference games, three non-conference games. That's how it is out of the 12, 12 game schedule, and then the conference championship adds a thirteenth game to it. That's the playoff. And then if you're in the playoff or the bowl game, that's your fourteenth game. What you're talking about puts another two games onto that. Which case no, 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 one, one, one more. Oh no, one more. Okay, but my my thing is my thinking is this is that it, again my original argument is if you go back if you win your conference championship, I don't care what conference you are Big Twelve, the ACC, SEC. You win your conference championship, you to me deserve a right to play for the national championship. Yeah, even I, if you I, get I, crushed, I, I don't unless you add another layer. Yeah. Well. I think okay, that I just, is the gave, argument. I just gave you that Northwestern. Like, I understand it, but, you, but here's have. the thing. Read off Michigan's schedule and tell me who they beat. So how are they one of the best teams in the country? Dude, they crush teams. Who? So they lose to, all right, so they lose to Notre, they lose to Notre Dame to okay. start the season in a close game. All right, then they bury Western Michigan by 46. They bury Ooh, SMU. I'm just telling oh. you, they bury these teams. I'm, I, I get right, it. Northwestern, which uh, had to go to overtime to beat Nebraska – by three, Michigan beat him fifty-six to ten. I'm not saying that everyone you can't have a bad game on a collective opponent, but here's the thing: they barely you met, you talked about they barely beat uh, Purdue, but Purdue beat uh, beat Ohio State by twenty-eight or twenty points. What does that mean? Oh, come on, man! You know it happens. That. Stop, Michigan. They, they <laughs> crushed Penn State. They didn't play Penn State, Northwestern. No, they didn't play Penn they State. Beat, You're right. They beat that's Penn one. State that's one of their signature wins. Signature they, wins. There's a million of these games. The, the, uh, the, no, listen. They played Rutgers. Ooh. And, no, no. <laughs> no, your boys, the Wildcats, lost by, th- I mean, beat them by three. And then okay. they, and they beat them by 35 on the road. But you can't have a bad day and still find a way to win? That's all. Northwestern stinks. Come on. Ohio State crushed them by how many? All right. I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I disagree with you. I, I, okay. I don't think it means right. anything. I, Northwestern I, doesn't belong. So what? Pitt now is a, is if Pitt somehow beats Clemson, they deserve it. If yes, and, and yes, if oh, they did, if they won God. their conference championship, if they won their conference championship, they deserve the right to play for a national championship. That's a, that's the a simple analogy. I mean, simple equation to me. If you win your conference championship, you oh, have the right deserve, to on. play for the national championship. Don't sit here and give me all these other analytics or the sight test because the way I'm the current you, system I'm not is now, the analytics at all. I'm, well, I'm, but here's but here's I the mean, current like system Pitt, now. Pitt, Pitt, Northwestern. All right, so let's. There's two major upsets today. Pitt, Northwestern. So now let's have those two teams in the in the in the four. I believe that's, your conference champions holds value. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Your conference championship holds value. It, it, obviously, it doesn't. No, it doesn't in the current standings. Because here, Alabama could lose and they'll still be in it. What do you care about that game so much? I don't. What care? What about what game? The conference championship game. Because I think you've earned the right to to play for a national championship. It's a single game elimination where anything can happen. Give them a chance, rather than keeping someone out and having this argument every year about who's in, who's not in, strength of schedule, who they play. These big schools are playing the schedule game. That's the reason why Georgia and Alabama played cream well, puffs before they take on the conference dude, championship. My point is, you add another layer of the conference playoffs, then they're forced to play the best team in the conference. 
The best teams in the conference are forced to play. Then if you win two games, you deserve to be in the, in the playoff. It, um, you get okay. lucky one game, get raggy. That's, 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 that's exactly right. In one game elimination, that's exactly what happens. If you don't play your best ball, that's what happens. That's All what right. happens in the basketball tournaments, the college basketball tournaments. Even if College of Charleston doesn't belong there, they still have a chance. They won their conference. There's, they have a chance to represent the big in the big in the big dance. Sixty-eight teams make the final. Make I understand that, but we're talking about football. We're not talking about those numbers. Yeah, so, there's four teams versus sixty-eight. No, I, it's not. It's not four. What we all, we already said that four teams is not enough. Yeah, I agree. But, but all right, so eight versus sixty-eight. Then here's the thing. NCAA Give some emphasis to the conference. Apples and oranges. No, no. okay. It's I disagree. But, right. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's not apples you. and oranges. It's the same. It's the same concept in basketball with single yeah, game elimination. Number of teams. I understand the, what you're saying in the great in the round robin. It the whole tournament. The gra- it skews the. It skews the whole thing when you have that many teams. Doesn't skew it. Gives everybody a chance. Right. If UCF, okay, if UCF so finishes you, undefeated, they're the they're, the biggest thing that works against them is their choice in schedule. They get marked down for their schedule and their conference, even though they took care of business. They get marked down, whereas it's okay for Alabama to play Citadel, or it's okay for Georgia to play what? Every team plays a dog. Come on. And the conference is top-heavy. Who challenged Alabama in their conference? Who challenged? Who really challenged Georgia in their conference? Well, I read you earlier. I read you something. There, there were, they were, Georgia was involved in tough, in tough games. Like so the conference is top-heavy? I mean, LSU played them tough. Mm. LSU beats them. Oh, everybody can play a dog. LSU right? beat Georgia, and right. Alabama shut Georgia out. That case closed. And, Al- and Alabama shut LSU out. So how? I mean, so if you're uh, you, how right. how good case is closed. LSU? They, they beat Georgia. So you're working against okay. your, you're arguing against yourself. I'm not arguing against myself because in the same argument, Purdue beat Ohio State, but barely lost to Northwestern. I, I I I don't know what you want. I don't. Know. <laughs> I want the conference championships yeah. to matter. Uh, but they don't. I, I know. Think. That's I, the I, argument. I, and I don't know why you care about these games. These, I mean, they're not that important. Boy, I, I mean, they are, I guess, but they're really not. When you look at the the, I mean, Clemson Pitt, like that's a championship game. That's a playoff game? No. Hey, it is what it Iowa is. State Northwestern. No. They're not interested. They're not real good. They're, they're not games. That's why I don't like Michigan Ohio State's a real game. Yep. That matters. And Ohio State cursed Michigan. So does that automatically mean that Ohio State should be in? Well, obviously they're they're going they're in. If or Oklahoma or any other. Well, they see, there it is. It's up for debate. Why wouldn't why can't it just be your conference champion instead of we having a debate over who right. deserves more, who's more worthy? All right, I, I'll stop. Okay. The <laughs> fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, Figgy, take it away, please. Sure thing. The big story in sports, still the Kansas City Chiefs. They waived their second-year running back, Kareem Hunt, after TMZ Sports released the video footage of him pushing and kicking a woman in February. The Chiefs organization releasing a statement saying Hunt was not truthful in giving his account of the incident to the team, and that is why he was released from his contract. In college football, Washington did win their conference championship game. Their 
Bear going to the Rose Bowl after a 10-3 victory over Utah in the Pac-12. The only touchdown of the game came on a 66-yard interception return for a touchdown by Byron Murphy, one of his two interceptions on the night. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In Major League Baseball news, the Indians traded all-star catcher Jan Gomes to the Nationals for pitcher Jeffrey Rodriguez and two prospects. In the NBA, CJ McCollum scored 33 points for Portland but missed the game when he jumped for his time expired. Denver holds on for the 113-112 win over the Blazers. Gary Harris led the Nuggets with 27 points. In Los Angeles, LeBron James with 28 points for the Lakers. They overcame a 15-point deficit to beat the Mavericks 114-103. Fellas. So where are you staying at, Figgy? Um, so I understand what Link is talking about because if you want to have a conference championship game, that should essentially count as the playoffs. Uh, so a conference champion, you shouldn't have a situation where, say, an Alabama can lose its conference championship game and still make it into the postseason. Uh, that in itself, in, in its essence, should be a playoff game. You know, if you win a division, and say, in the NFL or any other major sport, uh, unless you are a wild card, and generally speaking, if it's a play-in game, which is what Link, I think, Link, I'm, I'm yeah, paraphrasing yeah, yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. That should essentially be an entryway into the playoff. If you don't win your conference, you don't have a shot to get into the postseason, regardless of what your regular season record is. Um, so I understand Lincoln's sentiment on that. So that makes sense. Yeah, which is why I said I'll meet you halfway and say add another game. This way you're assured of having the best team the conference represents. Yeah, the problem is tough when you talk about polls and it's subjective. You know, the thing is, you look at the NFL, it's very much everything is played out on the field. And sometimes teams have unlucky years where you just don't get you don't get the breaks. I know the Patriots had a year where they won 11 games and didn't make the playoffs. The Raiders went 12 and four a couple of years ago, but had to go on the road to play the Texans as a wild card team. So some things just don't work out in your favor. Uh, So I think that would happen as well in college football if you were to implement that sort of uh, setup. But I think to Link's point. Is just like, give the teams the opportunity to play it out on the field. Whoever wins is the, the better team that day. It's not equitable, right? Like it's not equitable in the NFL. You play your division, right? And that's the, that's the tough part, and that's another part. You you have these large. So it's co- not equitable these championship these championship games. You're right. You're right, and that that's a great point. That's an excellent point. And I think for the committee, they're they are tasked with trying to put the best. Not there's a difference between the most deserving teams and the best teams, and I think they feel like they're tasked with putting the best teams uh, in the playoff and so I do think uh, who passes the eyeball test what's the most compelling matchup is a giant factor as opposed to well this team may deserve to be there this goes back to a couple of years ago when it was Penn State or Ohio State and even though Penn State beat Ohio State Ohio State still got in as not large and they didn't win their conference because they felt that Ohio State was a more compelling team and a more entertaining team and that's why they put them in the playoff so it's really tough when you just have something that's really subjective like the like college football is and has been forever uh, versus something like the NFL that just plays itself out on the field. Right. Well, Acknowledging your to, point. But the only way I'll, I'll, I'll go with you and Link is if you add a game to the playoff. Right? You add a, you add well, a, yeah. a couple it, layers to the playoff and I go, all right, well, you know, you win well, I think that's, that, that has to happen if you expand it. Right. I mean, you if you expand it, it, it obviously it gives, it, it pays way for you have extra games to the playoff. You see, does that make sense? Yeah, I, and I'm I'm okay yeah. if you add the like as is. No, like I don't. You know, if, well, if, if the world ended today and Pittsburgh beat Clemson, 
I'm sorry. I don't want to say it, even though the world's ending. Now, hold on tick here, guys. This year, we have some really imbalanced divisions. But in years past, we've had divisions where uh, both teams come in. Like, like, Let's look at last year. Wisconsin had a chance to make the, 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 uh, the playoff, but they lost to Ohio State in the conference championship game. And Ohio State was kept out just barely, but with two losses. And I look even a couple years back, even though neither team had any right to be in the playoff, Iowa and Michigan State played sort of a de facto semifinal before getting, you know, Michigan State ended up beating Iowa by a couple. They go into the playoff against Alabama, get smoked 35 nothing. But that also, that conference championship game was almost a, a playoff game right there. So it does serve a purpose. It's just very imbalanced this year with the ACC and the Big well, Ten. But it's always imbalanced. Look no, at the SEC. it's not. not you don't have a seven and five team or an eight and four Dude, team. Dude, look at the SEC. Year. Well, that's because you have the, the Kings. SEC. They have Alabama. That's Georgia an outlier. Georgia has one loss. Alabama has zero losses. That that's a that's a semifinal right there. Uh-uh. Is it not? I mean, you, we, you there's something Georgia, on the line. You think Georgia and Alabama is are equal? Well, but I'm saying that if Georgia were to some- Georgia, your one-loss team, the one loss was against LSU, where yeah. they lost by three touchdowns. They did. I'm just saying, if if Alabama, we should just know that they're in. Obviously, even if they were to well, my, get, get my, shut my out, point, like the Big Ten, you can't have Michigan, Ohio State in one in one division. Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State's in one division. Yeah, but it's I also so much think better that, than the West. Like, who's in the West? Wisconsin? Yeah, but what? And if, Iowa? Yeah, but last year, Wisconsin was a fantastic team. What, what if PJ? What if uh, PJ Fleck turns Minnesota into some power? Ah, it's all PJ about Fleck. who the coach is at that team, at that school, at that time. Fleck to Fleck. <laughs> Come on, Minnesota. Minnesota's not going to be anything. Well, I'm just saying. Okay, what if Scott Frost turns Nebraska into a national power? Yeah. Then all of a sudden you have more, a little more balance between the conference. Before I wake the, me up when that happens. Well, it'll, I think it'll happen. From alive, Scott Frost, Nebraska. Nebraska's never coming back. Oh, ah, that, that offense was really picking up steam. Uh, throughout the whole year, they also want to one player. Guys. Give him a chance. The quarterback. Give him one player. The quarterback. Yeah. They had some guys. College they had football. Some guys. Uh, college sports is all about recruiting. You got to give him a chance, man. It takes some time. You don't just walk. The Nebraska hasn't time. been relevant since 1988. They've been trying what? to find their way. 88. They won three national titles in the 90s. <laughs> 88. Me. I said nine. I meant to say 98. Okay. <laughs> I mean seriously, we're we're, we're since 2000. Where have they done? Well, yeah, they've been trying to re, re, refine that glory, but you look at, I think they got Scott Frost is the right guy. He will get it. Will get it done. They lost a. They could have been like eight and four this year. They lost a lot of close. You games. like it? You, you're you're a traitor. Oh, I just I'm recognizing. I'm not trying not to be a fan Ooh. of my school. I'm trying to see it. You like, they, you're all you're arguing for Nebraska. Well, I, I rec- I've been Oscars. following them. I've been following them. Their their offense was they. He turned that offense on with Mike Riley's players. They're going to who be, has better corn, Iowa? Oh, we do. Ooh. Iowa, Nebraska. More pigs, oh, more man. corn, if I was, more eggs. If I was if I was listening from Iowa right now, well, I'm just recognizing it for me. Listen, you, I, I consider myself a journalist too. I don't want to come off You're as some journalist. Homer. What are you well, a journalist of? Hey, I mean, I've I've done my sports writing in, in years past. I have. Where? And, for what? In college, for, man. For, for what blog? A blog. A blog. A blog. blog. Don't say you're a journalist, dude. Well, okay, but you're well, not a journalist. I can write. You're a sports talk host. I'm, I can write. You're I'll a sports just, talk producer slash you're a host, which you should be a host. You'll be good at it. Let me just say, all that aside, that Scott Frost, they'll get done. All right. 
I think uh, he's sticking up for the conference more than anything. That's what it sounds like to me. It's I, like when I, some, I, I, somebody I starts understand. talking trash about Oregon. I'm like, hey, don't be talking about Oregon like that, okay? All right, Chip had something going good. Like, you know? When do you guys realize that <laughs> that I just break balls? That like obviously I know what he's doing, but I gotta tease him and say if I'm in Iowa, if Iowa Sam's dead to me. <laughs> and, and look at how it pushed his button, right? I, I wasn't that. I'm a journalist. Wow. <laughs> look at those. I'm, la- I'm, la- I'm, those. I'm, I'm a ball buster. Like I'm rolling like, on the, floor. How, that's I'm rolling on the floor. I was like, gosh. It's uh-huh. You're reactive that way. I've been inside locker rooms before. I've interviewed players. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you, Cos. Proud of you. That's great. It's really good. <laughs> Wake me up when you've been actually at a, uh, I don't know. I'm conference. not equating myself to you, Anthony. By any I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not a journalist anymore. But I mean, the, the, the beats that you've been it's on. It's been a long time. Life. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been, long, been a long time since I, I was a journalist. I'm not a journalist. Yeah, well. There's real journalists out there right now. Great journalists. All right. Uh, I used to work with Rob, uh, Rob Parker back in the day. Oh, that's my man. I love Rob. Yeah, tell tell him cut said hello. He'll, I will. We yeah. go back. We go way back in the day when Rob was in. Rob was in Cincinnati at some point, and then he came to Newsday. Okay. Yeah. And, I uh, yeah. I know he spent a lot of time he, in Detroit. Yeah, he was in Detroit Free Press. He was, uh, but he was when he was in Newsday in New York. We were buddies. We were. Uh, we would pal around. Yeah, that's my man. He's out of his mind, but he's phenomenal. I love. Yeah, Rob. I, I, I'm a big. Uh, I was like, I was like, Rob. yeah, you're right. Link. Are, we are. Are we are? I'm, I'm a little touched. No, the figgy. No. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell, tell Robbie I said hello. I've been talking yeah, to him for, forever, like forever. Yeah, I will. I will tell him you said hello for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas, we gotta we gotta do our picks, man. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> fellas. <laughs> Brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Fellas, all right, let's do some uh, picks, shall we? All right. We, we good? We good, boys? Oh, we good. All right. Well, I know you. Uh, you, huh. you get me. Oh, yeah. You complete me. Yeah. <laughs> you had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let us begin. Poor, poor Iowa Sam now. I've made him an enemy of his own state. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with the early game. It's a great one. It's Texas and Oklahoma. I've enjoyed the Big 12 a lot this year, to be honest with you. Right. Um, even though... The scores are up. It is what it is. I think there's some good football being played in Big 12. And today, Oklahoma, 11-1, takes on Texas, 9-3, 5 versus 14. Oklahoma's 8, Lincoln. I am going to go with, I think the Horns cover, so I'm going to go with Texas. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's a late touchdown. Yeah. The Texas gets inside the number. So I'll go uh, Texas plus eight, but Oklahoma, a winner. I was saying. Yes, I agree. Oklahoma winner, but uh, Texas with the points. Vinny. I'm also going with Texas. Wow. Fig. I think OU makes a statement. Kyler Murray has his Heisman moment and lights him up. So give me the Sooners. All right. 
Africa. Let's go. I got to pick Stanford Cal. It's a great game. The big game. Yeah, Stanford three and a half, Lincoln, Mr. Pac-12. Mm, Cal's defense's identity has been its uh, – Cal's defense has been its identity, thanks to Justin Wilcox. Offense just doesn't score enough points. I got it with Stanford. Yeah, I, I like Stanford in this one as well. Uh, who you got there, uh, Vinny? I'm going to stick with Stanford. All right. And I with Sam. The air's finally clean up there. I'm going to lay it with Stanford. What does that have to do with the fires? The fires, they're, they're done. Finally. I know, but what does that have to do with the game? I don't know. It's, you can breathe. <laughs> both run. They're both in the same area. <laughs> I know. Yeah. There's random facts by LSM. I like it. Thank God go. the fires are over. <laughs> hey, it's better than a pun, all right? Let them be. Oh, Good yeah, point. True story. I did. <laughs> Uh, I like Stanford, too. Cal figures out their quarterback situation. They can be dangerous next year, but that's next year. We're talking about right now. Right now, I'll take the Cardinals and the points. All right. Middle tenant. Cardinals and the points. Cardinals and the points. No, Card- you're laying it. Yeah. So, yeah, laying the points. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, middle Tennessee State is one over UAB in the Conference USA championship game. I like UAB in this game. I'm surprised I'm- Middle Tennessee is the favorite. I'm going to go with Middle Tennessee and lay it. All right. Fake? I just like UAB's story. They didn't have a football program a couple of years ago, and now they're in the conference title game. It's amazing. So just just because I'm rooting for them, I'm going to go with UAB. Sounds good. Vinny? I'm going to go with UAB as well. Sammy? Also, give me the Blazers. All right. The AAC conference game. UCF, of course, without the quarterback. 11-0 11-0 versus Memphis, the potent Memphis team. Central Florida's three. Huh. I think uh, it's going to be disastrous for UCF, so I'm going to stay with I'm going to go with Memphis. No Milton, no chance? Is that That's your, what uh, I'm thinking. All right. I like Memphis, too. I, I, I mean, I, I just don't. Milton is, Mackenzie Milton's a great player. Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, let's see. Um, let's go Sammy. I'm still going to take UCF here. I'm going to lay those three points. All right, Vinny. I'm going to stick with UCF as well. Wow. Fig. Memphis has a running back named Daryl Henderson. He is very, very, very good. Look out for him. I'm like Memphis in the points. I like it. I like it. Fig, do me a favor. Stick around for your rest of your picks. Sure. We'll finish up straight ahead where the fellas. We got our picks in the NFL, too. Right here next. All right, that's us, uh, Big Lincoln Kennedy. I'm Anthony Gargano. Together, we are the fellas. Live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, uh, we're in the middle of our college football pick today is, of course, the college football championship, conference championship games. So with the conference championship games upon us on December the 1st, this is it. Next week, Army, Navy, and then Bowls. And that's Bowls. it. What is it? That's what right. are they up to? Like 50 of them now? I hope. The more yeah. Bowls, the better. <laughs> Everybody's going bowling. bowling. Who's bowling? Let me take a second to congratulate the man who's bowling. After just two seasons on a program that was left for dead. A program filled with scandal and horrific, horrific actions by their players. Came in, cleaned house, and he has him in the bowl. He has him bowling in two seasons. Matt Rule of Baylor. Congratulations, Coach. We need a round of applause, please, Iowa. 
Yeah, there nice it is. job, man. Good job. Coach. Not, not, what is that? <laughs> I don't know why you know Clay Helton you know, yeah. keeps his well, job. But. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I agree with Figgy. Oh, I can tell you. We all love Clay, but I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Football coach. <laughs> hey, can I toss something? He just uh, hired Cliff Kingsbury as his OC, didn't yeah. he? What do you think? Yes. What do we think about that hire? I think it's a great yeah, I, hire. Yeah, I do too. I don't know why Cl- Kingsbury did that. Why he came to L.A.? Why he became? A, why he's an OC? We got got because he can cut it and cut it as a head coach. No, I I know he did, but you got to he'll give another shot. Well, if he was going to be a head coach, it would be like at Southwestern Valley State yeah. or something. So it's like I'd rather just yeah, be the OC at UC, no, USC I, I, first. No, I, I see it, but I think he could have skipped that step. I think he could have went to a little higher of a program. Well, I mean, I know Rappaport yeah, and a couple of others were saying he had their NFL teams who are reaching out to him to be an, off, an offensive coordinator. So yeah, I, I, It's a good hire. Yeah. And he could he could be USC's head coach next year, depending on how things work out with Clay. Mm-hmm. Who knows? True that. That's so, right. That could be yeah. in the back of his mind with why he took the job. Yeah. Positioning. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Uh, all right, hey, Baldy's going to be with us uh, at the at the in fifteen minutes, and then we got NFL picks. But let's do our college selections and finish up in the SEC. It's Alabama, Georgia, and this line continues to plummet. I saw it at 13 and a half coming in this morning. It is now down to 12, guys. Oh. Down, down to 12. I don't get it. I'll lay it. Give me Bama. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I did. Look, I got I to gotta win here. So, yeah, give me Bama. Lay it. <laughs> yeah, I- I feel. I would like to. I would like to go the other way and disagree and like. Oh no, they got a chance. No, they have a chance. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, la la la. What do you got, Vinny? I'm gonna go with Georgia. I think Bama wins, but I'm gonna go with Georgia. Really? All right. Uh, how, about, how about you, Iowa State? Uh, I'm gonna lay the points with Bama. All right. Fig. I've been saying it all season. Roll tide, roll. Yeah. Boo. Vin, <laughs> what, what are you saying, Vin? I don't know. I just think that the, I, I want the chaos is what I'm saying. Oh, you want? I want I'm the chaos. Yeah, yeah. Going with your like heart instead of your head. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think, I I'm thinking so. with the, the, the heart this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's better than the little. Never mind. Uh, See, I, whoa, knew you were going there. I knew you were going there. It's a family I program. Left, it's a family I had program. a <laughs> <laughs> Well. Yeah. I had a breakfast last night. I, I, I knew it was coming. Land. I knew he was It's a bunny. Me. I got to take the bunny, no? Exactly. <laughs> Fresno Boise from the Blue Field, the Mountain West Championship game. Boise won. Give me Fresno as the play of the day. Ooh, nice. I still think this it? game should be played on a neutral turf somewhere. I like Boise, though, at home. Like Boise at home? You got it. All right. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking, uh, Vin? I'm going to take Boise at home as well. All right. What do you got, Sam? Uh, they're a point favorite at home, huh? I'm going to, yeah. You know, Fresno State's pretty dang good, though. They are good. Dang good. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Boise there though, though on the blue turf. I just want to say, guys. By the way, our spy on the street, Gavin Kinzel, is in studio here, and he says it is not confirmed that Cliff Kingsbury is OC, but it looks like he will be heading there, but it is not yet a done deal. 
Okay. Just right. want to make sure. Thank you, Gabby. Sure. Uh, Figgy. Fresno State gave him a game about, oh, three weeks ago. I think they won by a touchdown, did Boise State. But Boise State's riding high. They beat Utah State, who was on a big street last uh, last week. So I'm going to roll with the Broncos here. All right. Well, Tom alone with Fresno. Why is that line only one, Boise? I mean, uh, Figgy. Those two quality teams, they're both 10 and 2. And, again, Fresno State played you're, them tight. Yeah, you're playing on your home field. I get it. I mean, they played on the home field uh, about a month ago when Fresno State only lost by a touchdown. So they're two very good teams. Yeah, but I, I I don't know how that line's only one mm-hmm. in Boise's favor. I think that's shady. Mm-hmm. Just saying. All right. Y'all went Boise. All right. Clemson, Pittsburgh. Clemson, 27 and a half, Lincoln. Pittsburgh with the points. Yeah? Yep. You like the PPs? Yep. All right. There's going to be an upset somewhere today. I don't know who. It ain't that I'm one. Just, uh, why? <laughs> but I'm still taking. I, I, I think Clemson wins, but I want I want Pittsburgh the point. I think they'll play him tough. All they'll right, keep it within right. 14. Fig. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pitt, too. This might be one of those where, you know, Alabama will cover the spread in the first half and then they take their foot off the pedal in the second half. I think you might get one of those. So the line is pretty high. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh to cover, but they'll still get blown out in this one. All right, Ben. I'm going to agree with uh, Kevin on that one. I'm going and Link. Pittsburgh. All right. Sam. I am going to take uh, Pittsburgh with the points there. Too many points. I think Pittsburgh really turned it on the second half of the year. They got a really slow start out of the gates. Wow. You guys. Hey, you're all on Pitt. Can I retract my Fresno State? Because I think they – I actually am starting to think that they – I I don't know, man. They have one point as a uh, – I don't know what you're saying. Just say, can you change it? Yeah, what is it? You want to change it? Do I get to change or is is my... my No, you can change it. All right, I'm I'm changing to Fresno State outright. Okay. You you know what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah, I think actually Fresno State, looking at their record and their schedule, is the better team. Agreed. All right, but uh, in this one, you like Pitt. Yeah, uh, Pitt with the points there. All right. I shall take Clemson. I'll be the only one to take Clemson. I don't get it. All right. Uh, Northwestern and Ohio State. Ohio State currently a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Lincoln? Ohio State needs style points. Lay with the Buckeyes. You made all that case for Northwestern. We spent 30, 25 minutes talking about the conference championship games, yep. Northwestern, yep. and you pick Ohio State. Northwestern just doesn't have the horses to, to run with it. I mean, but it's still, it, if any, if, if there was a, a, a day where everything went one team's way opposed to the other, and it happened, because it's not like it can happen, it happened with Purdue. Purdue couldn't probably beat Ohio State today if they played him again. So, I mean, anything can happen. Your conference champion, it's a one-game elimination. Your, your conference champion deserves, to me, to play for a national champion. Just to be in a conversation, they deserve. Okay. Uh, Fig, who you like? Yeah, I agree with, with you saying that Ohio State needs some style points in this one, Link. So I'm going to – even though Northwestern's been pretty close with all of their games this year, right. Ohio State, they can t- flip the switch when they need to, i.e. last week against Michigan. They'll do it again this week against Northwestern. All right, Vinny. I agree with the guys. I'm going to go with OSU. All right. Oh, man. Uh, 
standing. You're making unanimous? Uh, I'll say this. Uh, Northwestern, nice 8-1 and one record, but they just don't have the offensive firepower. Their best win all year in conference, I would say, was Iowa yeah. at 8-4. and four. So I'm going to lay the points with Ohio State. I think this is a blowout. All right, eight and four they are. Remember, they're eight and four, not eight and one. Uh, well, I saw the Big Ten. They're eight and one of the Big Ten conference. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't yeah, play a super rugged conference schedule. Okay, I got you. Um, all right, you guys all have Ohio State. I don't know why. I hate. I think you guys are probably going to be right, but I don't think so. I I think Northwestern gets inside the number. I think there's a little letdown after crushing Michigan. And so don't listen to me, even though I've been opposite to all the guys, because all the guys are agree. <laughs> I, I, I'm the one coming off the three and eight, three and nine week. So, you know, forewarned. All right. Uh, I do love Bama today. I don't know how that's 12. I, I don't get it. And I love my play today is Fresno, man. I love Fresno. All right. Uh, that's your college football picks. We'll come back. We'll talk to Baldy coming up. We love our uh, visits with Baldy. Don't forget we're brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. And then uh, our NFL picks. A lot of NFL over the next 45 minutes. Don't go anywhere. We're the fellas on Fox. We are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover card, Discover card customer, it includes a FICO score and a credit check, and the checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit score. Limitations do apply. Uh, do apply. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. We're pleased to be joined by our, our other fella, Brian Baldinger. Morning, Brian. Oh, still, we're still waiting. Okay. Well, I was waiting bad information, but we'll get back to our picks. So Actually, we're finished with our college picks, right, guys? Can we go through all Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, we are. So, Vinny, how uh, we do on our, our, our NFL picks? We'll get into those a little bit. How we do? We are problems. securing uh, Brian Baldinger here in a moment, and Vincent is on that right now. He's on that line. Okay. All right, guys. All right, good. Good, So, good, I blew good, everything good. so far and just <laughs> blew it up. That's okay. That's okay. As producers, <laughs> we have failed you, Lincoln. We have failed you. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're all all I not need relaying good information here. Is the instruments to be productive. All right. From yes. Baldinger to Cl- Cliff Kingsbury. That's that's okay. We'll uh, we'll talk to all things. We'll talk all things football with Baldy. As uh, I got the chance to hear him last week doing the Rutgers Michigan State game. Oh yeah, uh, on Fox. Yeah, so, nice. uh, I always love when uh, when I get the chance to uh, get a Baldy game in, and uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, lots to do in the NFL this week. Uh, first of all, how did the Chiefs? How you know? We know what happened. We talked a lot about the whole situation with Kareem Hunt, but let's talk football. How do they go on without him? All right, hold on. Here he is, the uh, the great, and we love him. He is the man. Follow him on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Follow his videos. The great Baldy. What do you say, brother? Morning, Cuz Link. How you What's guys up, doing, man? I'm doing good. Happy, happy good. December first, my brother. Happy yeah, man. December first. So the big news is obviously Kareem Hunt. Let's talk from a football standpoint. How do the Chiefs go on without Kareem Hunt? How devastating is that the whole situation for him? Well, it's devastating because he's a true dual threat. I mean, he is the returning rushing leader in the NFL from a year ago. 
he had tremendous balance and really great strength running between the tackles. It's a big loss, but I mean Spencer Ware will go up and he'll be the starter and they'll you know they'll go to the next man up. I mean they're still a phenomenal offense led by a quarterback that might win the MVP award and he's got some elite talent around him. So, I mean, Spencer Ware has been a starting running back for before Kareem Hunt came on board, and so I think they'll just move on. Baldy, looking back, what did what did you learn from the Cowboys-Saints game Thursday night? Well, it's interesting, uh, Link. You know, everybody except for Anton Woods was a drafted player by the Dallas Cowboys that played Sunday night. I mean, they had built that defense through the draft, and they have two things that go in for them. One... It comes from Rod Marinelli and the culture that he has, has established. And as soon as you think as a player for Rod Marinelli that you think you've played hard enough, he'll show you how you can play harder. So they played with tremendous effort. And then they were not afraid to go lock up and play man-to-man against Michael Thomas. Um, you know, Mike's uh, Twitter handle is Twitter handle. handle is uh, You can't guard Mike and Byron Jones and the group. Beat him up pretty good. He had his worst game all year. He had five catches, kept him for 40 yards. And then they had the ability to pressure the quarterback with just four, led by Demarcus Lawrence. But they put pressure on Drew Brees. They got the ball out of his hands. They forced an interception. Um, they had played a lot of games uh, this year of the Saints, just error-free football. And that wasn't the case with Thursday night. Wow, man. I know. That was a shocker. That defense. Yeah, I mean, you've always said how much you think the Cowboy defense – is, uh, well, they're doing it good, the right way, Carl. I, mean, I mean, they're doing it the right way, though. I mean, if you look at Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, now, people criticize the Cowboys for drafting Leighton Van Der Esch, but he's Brian Urlacher out there right now, and he plays all 66 plays along with Jalen Smith. They played every snap, and one is 22, the other is 21. I mean, they're young, and yeah. so they run like they're young, fast, yeah. fresh linebackers, yeah. you know, and, and that speed's important. It's amazing because Van Der Esch, I look at him, and he's not the biggest dude. Like you look at the, you know, I mean, no, he's, that, big, he's big. I mean, he's six. He's six foot five. He's two hundred fifty pounds. No, yeah, you know what's weird? Like, wow, he's like he doesn't look like his arms. Like he's not. He's not. No, a he's, not a bulk, he's, he's not a bulked up guy, but he's long. He's long. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, really, I'm saying he's great. I just was remarking that. His, his, he's not like, you know, those backers that are, you know, all biceps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, he's not. You're right. I mean, but a lot of these guys, you know, they don't live in a weight room. I mean, he's just uh, – but he is – but, you know, he's probably close to 250 pounds. Wow. And I'll tell you what, when he hits you, you go down. I'm sure. You yeah, no, you, no, you're right. No, and I'm, I wasn't saying it in a negative way. The guy – the guy yeah. I love watching the kid play, man. I love watching him play. I, I, their their front is is great. You've always liked Demar- Demarcus Lawrence, who is terrific. And look, they hit Breeze eight times in that game. Well, that's what I'm saying. They they, they did it without blitzing. They, they you know they had a corner blitz one play and it got to Drew Breeze. But you know by and large it was a four man rush. And so they they played a lot of matchup zone. They uh, they play a lot of one rat little you know cover one with a little rat in the middle of the field and. That could be Xavier Woods. It could be Jordan Lewis. And so they robbed the middle pretty good of all the Saints crossing routes. I mean, look, it's, except for Temple Tufts, Keith Kirkwood, I mean, that end zone was in lockdown. And it was a no-fly zone. And so you have to take take your cat off to the, to the Cowboys, starting at the top of Jerry Jones with a draft that has been under scrutiny for a long time. 
they were uh, they were excellent on third downs offensively. They were seven to thirteen on a day when the Saints did a great job of shutting down Ezekiel Elliott in the run game. They were able to extend those drives and keep Drew Brees off the field. And so they won four in a row. And you, when you beat the best team in the league in the thirteenth week of the season, you have to take that team seriously. Did this loss change your impression of the Saints? No, maybe, okay. no, it didn't. It didn't link, but it just—it does show you though that anybody thinks that it's just all offense in this business and it's all about scoring forty and fifty. Um, you can have thirteen to ten games. We saw it last year in the playoffs when the Falcons went to play the Los Angeles Rams and they held them to thirteen points. I mean, if you put a good defense and plan together and you've got the pieces um, and you're not afraid to man up against elite players like Michael Thomas, then you can have great success. Yeah, that's a great point, uh, Baldy. It really is a great point. Um, it was a welcome game with all these score, with all the scoring. So it was a, a pretty welcome game. All right, let, let's go down and let's uh, let's look at some of these teams. I'm curious your impression of the Vikings. They got a big one this week in New England, and, and I'm curious where you think they are after beating Green Bay. And and they pretty much, I mean, they they, they won that game pretty handily. Well, I think Kirk Cousins has been an upgraded quarterback. Um, they have they have a very average offensive line. They have to kind of work around that. Um, they can create, you know, they've got two great receivers in Thielen and Diggs. Uh, defensively, they have gotten better. They were a mess early in the season for whatever reason, and uh, Mike Zimmer has fixed that. Everson Griffin missed a bunch of games with a off the field issue, uh, but they're back and they look healthy right now. Uh, they lost their nickelback, Michael Hughes, the rookie, that was really important to them. So they're trying to figure out that position right now. But they have all the pieces. They have all the pieces to defend great offenses right now. And it's just a question right now of can they get their offense in the gear consistently where they can put up a 30 spot because they haven't gotten there in a while. Baldy, your thoughts just collectively on the shadow that's over the NFL with Reuben Foster and obviously Kareem Hunt last night. Just your thoughts real quick. Well, I mean, it's look, it's two guys. It's two guys, Link, at a 1,600. It, it, there, there has to be a zero tolerance policy. There just is. It's just the culture that we live in right now. And it's not just sports, it's anything. And so once videos and once these allegations come out, you can't run from them, you can't hide. You have to do the thing that they've done. I, I was surprised the Redskins picked up Reuben Foster as quickly as they did. Uh, that, that organization is under tremendous scrutiny right now. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's going to be able to play, but it is just a message that has been sent, and it's loud and it's clear. There's just zero tolerance for any behavior the way that those two guys demonstrate. Hey, Baldy, um, just change the subject a little bit to the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Monday night, and, and Monday night, I, 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 God, I love watching that Deshaun Watson. Man, Monday night, he he threw a couple lasers. I mean, like, you didn't even see the ball. The one that Demarius Thomas was just a laser, man. Wow. What, you what know what that is, Cuz? Yeah. You, know, you know what that is? The kid, first of all, he is an unquestioned, bona fide leader of men, period. I mean, that guy walks into a room, he changes the room. Um, and it's, it's, his, it's his character, it's his ability, it's the way that he conducts himself. He's, he's special. But he plays the game with no fear, none. 
I mean, I, that guy will throw the ball into coverage and live with the consequences. Um, double and triple teams. But it also sends a message to Demarius and to DeAndre, you know, and to Kiki Kuti and the whole group that I believe in you, and I'm going to put it out there. You go get it. And sometimes he throws interceptions, and sometimes the ball should yeah. be intercepted. But he plays with no fear. And in this business, it's not a bad way to live. I, I don't mind either. I Honestly, I don't mind when uh, really good quarterbacks throw picks. It uh, goes back to Favre. I mean, I think that's part of their DNA. I'd rather them attempt the throw and get picked off than eat the ball because I think you're going you're gonna to thrive more with that gunslinger mentality. Well, especially if you got an arm to back it up. I mean, you know, Eli Manning threw one into coverage to Odell Beckham, and it was yeah, just no, was disaster horrible. last week. Right. I mean, it was just a horrible – made no sense. The throw was just awful from the beginning, especially with Saquon all alone on a check down on a, you know, a second and ten play in the red zone. It just makes no sense. So, but, you know, but I think the other thing in Houston, they've won eight in a row, and you have to take that team serious. You have to. They play Cleveland at home. they got two games in a row at Energy Stadium, NRG Stadium, and – <clears throat> that defense have got playmakers everywhere, and it and it starts up front with Jadavian and JJ, and you know I mean Christian Covington, and then Tehran, and I mean the whole group. It is they are a handful right now, and they'll give up some plays, but they are aggressive and they get the ball out of you know players and quarterbacks' hands right now. And for me, that's the difference maker. Before we let you go, Baldy, the fact is in the AFC, everybody wants to talk about Pittsburgh, New England, and Kansas City, rightfully so. But Houston, it seems to be the one team that's leading their division that has the ability to generate pressure on a quarterback consistently with that defense. Well, it's consistent, like, and they do it. It's just not straight four-man rush. I mean, right. Whitney Merciless can land, you know, line up anywhere. Yeah, Every clown sure. can line up anywhere. They're going to play with your protection schemes and. If that quarterback's calling out the mic, that mic might change by time, you know, the ball snapped. Uh, they, they give you a lot of different looks up front. And so from a preparation standpoint, they, they're going to force you to burn the midnight oil. Bolly, last thing, uh, just curious, do you think Georgia can stay with Alabama? Well, um, let's see. Does I don't know. Does uh, Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb have any eligibility today, Cuz? <laughs> it seemed like Alabama could tackle them last year. No, look, if you look at DeAndre – Swift, and if you look at Elijah Holyfield, I mean, that's their game. You know, they did it against LSU, and they can run the ball and, you know, and stay with that type of game plan. I don't know that they could do that, um, but if they could do that, they could stay in the game. Now, I, I talked to Daniel Jeremiah this week, and he was sending a couple feelers to some NFL scouts saying, give me the list of all of the draftable, eligible players on Alabama's team. They gave him a list of 17 players. <laughs> I mean, think about Crazy. 17 players. I mean, some underclassmen now, but 17 players could come off of that program. That's what you're dealing with every week. That's crazy. That's crazy. How to bowl the elves? Are the elves treating you well? Yes, yes. I mean, life could not be any better, because any better yeah. at all, man. They, they want to turn Baldi's breakdowns into a TV show. Nice. So we're, Love it. We're, we're, I sat with Ross uh, Kedover and Pat Keller, NFL Films, yesterday. We started discussing ideas and all that. So it's, it's going in a good direction. I love it. NFL Network, all these breakdowns coming soon, baby. I love it'll it. Be, it'll be awesome. All right, tell me when the party is, all right? Christmas party at your house. All right, cuz. I'm going to line you. it up. I'm going to find a day. 
Nice. All right, brother. There he is. Lincoln great... on a jet. We get Lincoln on a jet, man. You Come know on. it. Just I, let me know. It's a party. Big Link's there, baby. Yes, sir. He was, there. he was here on Christmas Eve last year. I know I know that he could get here. I can get there. I know I know right, way. <laughs> Thanks, Baldy. The great Baldy. Right, we love him. All right, there he is. With the fellas. Coming live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, let's welcome uh, Brian Fenley in to give us some uh, some updates and some <laughs> trendings. Hello, Brian. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, Brian. You got a good voice, bro. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs distancing themselves from running back Kareem Hunt. Yeah, the franchise got rid of him on Friday after TMZ leaked footage of him beating a woman. The Chiefs organization said Hunt's version of this altercation that happened in February did not align with the above video. Meantime, in college football, Washington held off Utah 10-3 in last night's Pac-12 championship. Neither team scored an offensive touchdown, and Utes head coach Kyle Winningham in the post-game press conference expressed his frustration with the game's officiating, remarking, quote, I don't know what to say. Wouldn't you be upset? I'm used to it. Somebody find Kyle an ice bath. Maybe needs to cool off a little bit. In the NBA last night, LeBron James drove the Lakers to a 114-103 comeback victory over the Mavericks. James finished with 28 points. The Rockets blast the Spurs 136-105. San Antonio, what is going on there? Suffered its second largest home loss in franchise history. And one more score to report. Mike Conley steers the Grizzlies past the Nets 131-125 in double overtime. Conley scored 13 of the 14 Grizz points in the second OT. And more great news, there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Back to you guys. All right. Thank you, uh, uh, Brian. I appreciate it. He's got that, like, velvet voice. Oh, he? Like yeah. That. Yeah. You were talking about blue eyes earlier. Yeah. He's got one right there. Oh. Yeah, he's got that. Well, you guys are doing a great job. It's an honor to be on your show. Well, Welcome, we brother. It, Thank you. We, I have the muddy, that muddy patois, as you know. Well, no, you mean you, you, you like voice. a dirty foot girl, so you, of course you got a muddy Correct. Foot. You <laughs> got <laughs> muddy, muddy mouth. You're right. That's right. <laughs> exactly right, brother. All right, time now for our NFL selections. Uh, oh, Vinny, how did we do last week in the NFL? Not good, guys. Oh, Not God. Not good at all. Both Stop! Four, five, and one. <laughs> all right, well. No, God, please, no! All right, four, five, and one's not going to cut it. Oh, no, no, we suck again. All right, let's, all right, let's go, man. Hit the music, I was saying. All right. Let's, let's come back. I, I, I feel it. Rebound. Atlanta, one and a half over the Ravens. What are you, what are you thinking, uh, Big Link? Atlanta can't cover backside of the backfield. Ty Montgomery's going to go for a field day. I like the Ravens. He is, but I, I still think Atlanta scores. Mm. I'm going to take the Falcons. Okay. Bears, Giants, Bears, three and a half. Lay it, Bears. I agree. I, I like the Bears. It's a good team, man. Matt Nagy's a good coach. Yeah. I like Matt He's done Nagy. a good job. Yeah. He really has. Buffalo and Miami, the Dolphins, three and a half over the Bills. I'm going Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Really? Yep. 
Why? Just curious. Why you like yeah, the Bills? It's, it's the Dolphins. Josh Allen's is supposed to play, right? So I think he he, he has a, has a nice game. So I like him against the Dolphins. All right. Um, Josh Allen, you know what? I'll join you, my boy. There you go. Let's go, Bills. Got a seat right here for you on the bandwagon. Let's go. All right. (laughs) Broncos five and a half over the fighting Kesslers. So the Broncos come off a huge win against Pittsburgh. How about that? And before that, now face this strange team, the Bengals. Like, is their defense – why is their defense this bad? I do not know. I, I, You know, I was questioning it last week before the Raiders played the Ravens because in watching the week before the Ravens played the Bengals, Marvin Lewis, who took over the play call, it looked like he was not prepared for a running quarterback. The defensive style that they were trying to play, and they just gave up so many yards even with him at the helm, and it hasn't gotten much better. I honestly think, for the most part, this team has quit on him. And especially with Andy Dalton's going down. So I'm I'm laying it with the Broncos. You're laying it with the Broncos? Yep. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Kessler. Okay. I don't wow. know why. I don't know why. I know. Either. It's a, I, I just got a feeling it's a trap game and Broncos coming off that emotional win against Pittsburgh. And I don't know. Maybe it's the pride game for the Bengals. Mm, maybe. Ran- you like they don't have no pride. They have no pride. No pride. There's no pride. That's pride. <laughs> Bleak pride. <laughs> Rams and Lions. Rams ten against the Lions on the road. A ten point favorite, Lincoln. Ooh, that's a Rams. lot of points on the road. Do do, do the Patricia show some umph and keep with them? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take the Lions with the points. I think they keep yeah. it close. Yeah, I do too. I like it too. There's something about there's something about that. You know, you're a ten point underdog. You're at home. Rams come off the bye. Yeah. Remember so they had that well they had that crazy game against against Kansas City. Right. They're on the bye. This team's like a lot of points to give Stafford at home. Now I know he's a heartbreaker, but to give him uh, at, at home. Well, what's interesting is they got to go to Detroit, and then the following week they got to go to Chicago. That's, I mean, that's that's really interesting. I think they overlook Detroit a little bit. I think they still win, but I I like Detroit to keep it close. Would you stay uh, in the Midwest? Absolutely. Yeah, I would. Absolutely. I'd use it as a perfect bonding thing with my with my guys. Agree. Let's all get together. Midwest. I mean, mean, let's go to let's hang out. Bought the landing strip. <laughs> no, I said the strip. <laughs> oh, anyways, my bad. Auburn uh, Hills landing strip. Well, you know, go with Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, Windsor. <laughs> Look at that, you're an aristocrat. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> yeah, where were we? The Rams and the Lions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Indianapolis yeah, yeah. and Jacksonville. The Jaguars, a uh, four-point underdog at home, and they're a mess. They're, they're a complete mess right now. The Colts playing some good football. I got to give uh, Frank Reichs his due. And the Colts playing well. New quarterback. I don't know what you think. No Fournette, no chance. I like the Colts. Lay it. You like the Colts? Yep. I, I mean, I do, too. You're going to have Cody Kessler in there. 
But yeah, but I mean, it's it, it's still Andrew Luck's going to have a field day against the Jags. Play it. So you got all right. I'm going to take the Jacksonville. I'm going to take the, the Fighting Kesslers. Okay. <clears throat> At home, I'll take I the Fighting Kesslers. What's that? <laughs> I still. I said I still don't know why, but okay. No for yeah, No, no, I, I, you're right because it's like I got Driscoll in Cincinnati and 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 Kessler in Jacksonville. That's bad. What do I, what do I think of taking Jeff Driscoll? I, I don't know. I, hey, your pick. Yeah, that's a pick your nose. I don't like any of these games right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was but wondering I, where you were going to say that. I really was. I, I knew it was coming. Games. I it's said, garbage. I knew that was coming. I can't stand these games. However, I like uh, a couple games coming up next. So ignore what I said up until coming up next when uh, I got a couple picks for you. Where the fellas? Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano on Fox Sports Radio. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Hanging out uh, with you on this December the 1st. Going through the NFL schedule right now and uh, some of the games. Let us continue. And we're going to go to Houston where the Texans are five and a half point favorite against the Browns. I love this Browns team. I love the way they're playing. I'll take the generous five and a half points. I think the Texans probably win. And I'm, uh, and you know I'm in love with Deshaun Watson. But I think it's going to be a good game. I think the and Texans I, – I, no, okay, so you go you go with the Browns? I got the Browns plus the points. Right. Texans win. Close. I, th- I think Texans uh, I think Texans destroy the confidence of Baker early by harassing them. So I, I like the Texans in this one. Oh, Keep well. the streak alive. Uh, all right. Uh, Arizona Green Bay. The Packers, 14-point favorites. I just look at the Arizona Cardinals, and I think everyone from their starting quarterback, their head coach, everyone on that team just looks stunned. Doesn't have an answer of how to keep anything, you know, going right. Um, it's a whole lot of points, and the Packers are not necessarily uh, devoid of, you know, disarray themselves. That's that being said, I still think Aaron Rodgers is going to take a mo- take over this game and, and blow them out. So I like the Packers late. I agree. I like the Pack minus the fourteen. Ah, la, 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 the Carolina Panthers are a three-point favorite at Tampa. Doesn't that seem low to you? Mm, yes, but I think I think Carolina bounces back. I think Tampa makes it a game. But uh, Carolina bounces back from their loss to Seahawks last week, so I like the Panthers. Yeah, I, I like the Panthers as well. Minus the three on the road against a, against a bad defense. Carolina should have a big day. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You tell me what to do. These games just stink. The Raiders <laughs> and Chiefs. The Chiefs are a 14-point favorite. <laughs> Lay it. Lay it. Yeah, I, I would too. No cream hunt. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Spencer Ware will have a big day. I agree. Oh, boy. As we continue oh. the uh, island of misfit matchups. Tennessee, an eight-point favorite against the Jets. Man, stinker, lay it. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, you know, I, I mean, who cares? <laughs> These games are horrid. Look at you. Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, Seattle, a ten-point favorite against the Niners. Yeah, lay it. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know how you'd outlay it. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Just lay it. But don't. Here's one game I, I love, I like, I think it's a great game, and I have a strong opinion on. Okay. The New England Patriots, a five and a half point favorite against okay. the Vikings. What's your take? I love the Vikings in this game. So do I. Yeah, we, enough, we, so do I. Yeah, that's good. Love them. I love them in this game. I think that they're gonna they're gonna move the ball. I think they can win this game outright and shock. The I world. see this as Kirk Cousins having a challenge to prove himself worthy to play against the top tier. I think he really has a great outing. Uh, looking at Tom Brady across the field, so I, I like I like the Vikings as well. And he needs to win on the road. Yep. Pittsburgh three and a half over the Chargers. So the Chargers no Melvin Gordon. Yeah. However, that said, I like him. I, I think Rivers has a big day. I think he can throw all day long on that Pittsburgh secondary. I, and I agree with you. And I think the Chargers find a way to win. This is a big stepping stone for them and to, to prove their worthiness to be considered in the AFC. So I like the Chargers as well. Look at that. The two big games, we agree. And I have another strong game on Monday night. The Eagles, a six and a half point favorite against Washington. I'll let you go first. I'm taking the Redskins with the points. Eagles win, but I'm taking the Redskins with the points. I think they make it interesting. Find a way to make it interesting. I don't know how. It's not something that's definitive that stands on my mind. I just have a feeling this game's a lot closer than that spread allows. Well, I, I know this Eagle team really well. They're going to get some reinforcements back. They uh, have struggled mightily to figure their offense out. And they're a shell of what they were from last year. But to truly beat them and dart them up and down the field, you need a quarterback that can throw it. And maybe if Alex Smith was healthy, I'd give you more of a shot. Colt McCoy, with that rag arm that he has, I don't see it. I don't see the receivers either. Quite frankly, I think this is the Eagles in a route. Double wow. digits. Wow. And listen, I'll tell you, I, I don't like the Eagles right now, where they're at. Okay. I don't. I'll be scared to death the following week when they play the Cowboys in Dallas. Uh-huh. 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 They're still they're still alive for the playoffs. They need right. to win yeah, this week win. and next yep. week to, yep. uh, to give them a chance. So this is not a good Eagles team. The prop Dallas, in my opinion, makes the playoffs over the Eagles. That said, I think they they have their bat. They have a, a a big a big blowout win Monday night. Okay. So there Fair you have. I hear you. The uh, fellas brought to you by Discover. That's right. The uh, get your free credit scorecard today. If you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit store. And just checking your score won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Everybody get ready for a big, big Saturday of all the conference championship games. We both like Bama. Enjoy it all, all right? Fellas are out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.